When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two, three, four. Don't mind if I do. Ready, So ridiculous. What? You're such a fool. Get out of here. Oh, I'm a disc jockey. We're here to please everyone. Tacos on a Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. May 25th, as we approach Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. And a, a sad vibe. Oh, yeah. In the air. Definitely. For everyone. Uh, love you, Texas. Terrible, terrible news, but we, like we always do, be rocking out. Let's go. <laughs> S6M Lithium this week and next week. I don't know what the deal is. You got the job. No, and I all, definitely did not. And all weekend long. Yeah. You're right, because there's special countdowns and things like that. Coming in at number one. It's pretty random. But I got to tell you, it is so awkward. As Casey Kasem once expressed. Pretty random of, of, of SiriusXM to grant you all those shifts. Good one. Ah, ah. Mm? As Casey Kasem once famously said about the death of a dog. It's even more awkward when you want to acknowledge the terrible news in Texas and then mm-hmm. get into "Steal My Sunshine" by Len. Yeah, or something you, you know ridiculous. You can't. Yeah, I. To so me, I acknowledged it, but I didn't like you know. Yeah, really I, get into it. I, I did not. I just Oof. didn't think. I just didn't think talking on Pop Two K or Hits One or something was the place it's to not. But how do you avoid it? But right? then here's the thing. What do you? How do? do you avoid the biggest story when you're on a national platform? But what like do you that? do then? Just, just generic. No, but like generically, send your thoughts and prayers and wishes, which is what people don't want to hear anymore. So oh, I know that, but that's to not uh, acknowledge it is also I feel a disservice, at least to me as a parent. So you, you look, I get it. it's different formats. You know, the one I'm on is a little bit looser. His is a lot more upbeat and bubblegum. So today I did acknowledge it, but it's still awkward as hell to be like, yeah. all right, that's Pearl Jam alive. I mean, wait, oh. uh, dude, it's it's like the worst story, and yeah. I, I'm not uh, poking my head in the sand. I just don't feel like looking at people's social media feedback and already their gun arguments. And I, I honestly, I'm I'm like yeah, avoiding it because change needs to happen. I Steve Kerr was the was, biggest. I just don't want to be viral aggravated. video here's of the, all. Here's the thing: if people had the answer, the solution would have already presented it. No yeah. one has the answer. There's no right or wrong. It's like all right, we take away the guns. Then what? 
All right, we uh, focus on mental health. Then what? There's no pure, yeah. clear. Well, path. I wasn't trying to give answers. You know, again, I pre-recorded the lithium stuff. I do half and half, and I go back and forth because we're a, doing uh, live stuff here, and I go home and I do yeah. more, like cream maybe. So what I did was again, I'm not on my soapbox pretending like I have the answers, and I didn't pull a Steve Kerr, which is extremely viral. I'm sure you've seen it already. I mean, Steve Kerr. And the but guy on the Senate it. floor, there's two viral videos. Spot, if you want to play them, and then we could just sort of move on and try to just lighten the mood and be everyone's escape from real-life sadness. Well, the sad part about it, and I was going to save it for the rando news, but it's the biggest story in our country right mm -hmm. now. Uvalde, Texas. Is that how you say it, though? Uvalde? Yeah. Texas, Rob Elementary School, this piece of shit, 18-year-old kid goes in there, shoots up. You heard 14 students one teacher but then you kept seeing the numbers yeah. rise and rise so as of this morning 21 to 19 kids two teachers again i don't know exactly because there's so many conflicting stories of back and forth but and two yeah. is the current terrible terrible story it's like and the, it's, it's, it's like worse. enough's enough it's and the worst type of story because there's tragedy every day sadly but still i yeah, but this is unnecessary. A school where kids go, you drop your kids off, you think they're safe, you think they're, they're good. They're kids. They're kids. It's the worst type of tragedy. It's the worst type of tragedy, no and matter you know how crazy you, too, you know, like, think about it. I don't want to bring it up to my kid. She's a junior high kid, and she goes to school with a bunch of, I feel, misguided kids. That's how I feel about it. You know, these kids are like drinking bad Kool-Aid. I don't know what's going on with them. That's how I feel. I'm like, yeah, well, I don't know if I like that kid. Why, Dad? Well, I don't know. They seem a little off to me. <laughs> but I, I'm torn sometimes because I'm like, do I tell her what happened? And here's what's scary. Well, she knows. She's no, yeah, she's no, not. she didn't know. How'd she know? She was. Right? She didn't. She don't get news alerts like we do, right? Yeah, so she was in a room watching TV. No, because it happened in the afternoon. She didn't know yet. Right at that point, I'm sure eventually she probably would have found out. At that point, she didn't know, so I'm driving her home, and I'm just like, "Listen, don't ever worry." And they had a lockdown recently because there was a shooter in the area, so these things are not like that foreign to these kids. What's scary remember, is remember how we used to do fire drills? Yeah, they do uh, active shooter drills. But they now. had an active yeah. drill just that, recently. Isn't that crazy? Because there was a shooter in the area, so. These kids are so unfazed by things like that. When I told my kid, she was just like, yeah, that's terrible. I'm like, well, look, this will never happen to you. Knock on wood. That's what everybody thinks. I'm like, but yeah. if it did, just, just run, you know, but hide, run, hide, run, but get out of my it. point is when I told her what happened, it was just regular news to her. And that's the sad part. It's like, yo, it's guess what kids? It's not supposed to be that way. Like, we're letting the kids down right. on a major, major level. Like, they think that this is normal. No wonder they're fucked up. It's not normal. I never thought twice I, I about think, that uh, at school when I was a kid. Like I, saw, I saw something where it was like, you know, we expect kids to, like, know what to do in a situation like this. It's like, essentially, we're saying, like, all right, it's on you. Deal with it. Go, kid. Yeah, I told yeah. Melody she didn't even blink twice because she's heard this. Like we can't Her entire out. lifetime over and over again. We as adults can't figure out what to do. So we're like, hey, kids, this is what you do when it happens. Figure it out. Yeah, it's yeah. sad. We, we were told to uh, stop, drop, and roll. And these kids are doing drills to hide from shooters. And they, and they did. My daughter did one last week. And she was, again, unfazed. That's the scary part. 
And then we wonder why these kids are a little weird. Look what they're growing up around. It's our fault. Yeah. Fuck it. I think, I'll switch uh, gears, Rich, because I'm sure we'll touch well, on it. No, again. no, I, I, I don't. I don't think so. I think let's let's play the Steve Kerr clip. Yeah, and the guy on the Senate floor. Those were the two. Those are the two clips of the night that really hit home the point. I have my own thoughts, but honestly, what's the point to share them? I, I really think people are here for your thoughts, man. Thoughts and prayer. What are people going to say? Thoughts and prayers. You're going to see your well, Facebook uh, feed, that's and it's been exhausted. I know that's been exhausted, but it's people are people here for even escape. people either have even said that. We don't need still, to, we go back know, to the well of harp on it. But you can't avoid it. That was my point. Like, oh, no. It's like, I don't want to talk about it either. And I didn't want to bring it up on lithium when I'm playing music. We all. But you can't ignore these things when it's the biggest story in the news. My solution is we all just need to be nicer to each other. <laughs> like, that seems to be the only way. It's like kids are getting bullied and they're doing crazy shit. No, people, are, people are getting, people aren't, they're, you know. They're not being considered when things happen. Well, and things you know go what? Awry, awry. It's uh, it's like everyone just needs to be nicer to each other. It's just yeah, I know I, what you're saying makes sense. And it's nice, Bob, but it's like I nonsense. Want, I mean, I know what you're I saying. Want, all be I nice want to is, each other. That's why I said it's, it's there's no real solution. There are solutions. Though. World, I want we're just world not, peace. We're just not taking the solutions. There are solutions. solutions. There are solutions, and, and we are like, you know. What are the, we're we're Steve, watch Steve, Steve Kerr. Kerr. Steve Kerr is probably what's, a great story. What it was, it was the most think, viral story. What do you think the solution is? Watch, watch the Steve clip. Kerr. He, has, he has a solution. Steve Kerr makes a great point, and that's why this clip went viral and why Steve Kerr... I mean, honestly, this I mean, is... The emotion This, this is guy. called using your platform. Yeah. It really is, because think about it, guys. This is right before the Golden State Warriors could have swept and moved on to the NBA Finals, right? So... He straight up said, I'm not here to talk about basketball. Would you like that part? Pretty awesome. I skipped past that. Yeah. I'm not here to talk. Yeah, play the whole thing. And in fact, the one thing that we must get to the bottom, and not me and Spot, not we, like the collective we, like oh, yeah. people in charge. We're not we, going to get to the bottom. We of need to get to the bottom of why does this only happen here? Because there's so many things that you could say, well, that's a global problem. That's a, that's a problem these here. That's are, a problem these kids there. Are off. These it, kids are off and it's our fault. It's, it has to do with what is going on here. Mental, mental issues. It's almost like, uh, take any analogy. Remember the old Sesame Street? One of these things is not like the other. One, one of these things not like the other. The pussification led to it. We've been so overly accepting with our children because we don't want to admit something's wrong. And no matter what or they do and think or... and how they act is okay. Because they're special in their own way. That even when they're really off, we don't want to acknowledge it. And we didn't do anything about it. Like a weirdo kid is yeah. not told they're no, a weirdo kid. Or a kid, oh, that, he's a, great. A kid that has tendencies to... A kid that would normally be like, yo, watch out for that kid. It's like, well... Uh, you know what it is, that, too. Dude, that's very much part of it, Spot. You know what it we've, is, We've coddled these kids instead of addressing that, hey, maybe would, something's wrong with that I kid. I would argue it's almost gone the other way. I think we've all been... We've all gotten so distracted with our lives, not only as kids, but as parents, that it's easy to miss the signs. And it's easy to not see that your kid is hurting or, you know, because you're sending them off to school. You're going off to work. And I, 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 I'm not going to argue that. I, I can't I argue like, that. But it's what he's back, saying I is that like if, if little if, generations if, ago, like parents were home and or parents were, you know, a little bit more I think, attentive. I, I think, think what you're saying is part of it. For yeah. Sure. But but spot the other part of it, too, is like if little Connor 
is showing tendencies like, yo, he's drawn like pictures of uh, weapons and blood and he's like a weird kid and he's like threatening people and posting weird stuff like yeah. treat him with love and like instead of like you know you know addressing this and fixing yeah, it I we're very fucking walking on eggshells with these little kids like it's alright Billy it's okay to but it's, draw it, pictures like the, that let it out in the age of social media where there are so many outlets it's hard to see and police everything that your child is doing like uh, you know, uh, don't be a they parent. could be posting on Reddit or or. No, and know what also know what also uh, aggravates me. When was the last time you went to Reddit.com or Tumblr.com? No, so it's like these are things these that kids are, don't value life. Also, yeah. uh, you know that's not the reason, but they don't value life. The question is, well, why they don't value life the way we did? I don't. Th and think of the world they're growing up you know, in. There's something to be said. The, the as you play the Steve Kerr thing, there is something to be said about. The reason why I told you I'm not going on like social media, but much today at all, other than to like check a couple updates for work. Well, this is the tipping because, point, Rich. Because for sure, what, we're seeing people really like enough's enough. But, but they, everyone always says enough is nah, enough. But this one is hitting different, but, I feel. Where like sort of how like George Floyd was the tipping point yeah, for, for like police brutality. I'm feeling like this is the tipping point. Like the public oh. people are like, Yo, enough fuck already. that because we all have kids. Everybody has kids and this is... This is terrible. It's gone too far. So I feel like if there's any good to come out of this, which is an awkward thing to say, but hear me out, is that this could be the George Floyd Yeah, and there's no good moment in any of it, but it just where it, where change has to happen. I just and the public forces that. I think it's so disgusting. I, I, I wanna encourage anyone that is a gun owner to not use this as your opportunity to like talk about how guns aren't bad. Like it's like you're it's like the worst timing to have your I love guns argument. Like if someone's having an I love guns argument online today, you're fucking missing the point and you f need to step away. Like if you're the person that's like, well, if it wasn't this gun, it would be another. Stop it. That's like, imagine if your aunt or a grandma died of uh, cancer. Well, they're not even saying and, like, let's get rid of guns. They're saying let's do background checks. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's a great start. I'm, I'm just saying to it's, me, it, to me, that doesn't mean anything. There's always ways. There's always ways, There's but why, always make, why make it easier? What it's you, like I mean, what I said about our content. It's like, yeah, I know my kid is going to find disturbing content all over the internet, but why does it have to come from me? Why would I make it easier for her to get? If, you know, it's I, like I saying, just don't get it. It's, it's like, like if, saying, hey, my kid's going to find porn. Hey, here well, it is let, anyway. me not, let me not put blockers on her computer. Here it is. Here's my collection, kid. Here, it's right there. Why, why, put, you know, why put the parental locks on your on your TV and your internet? Why make it why easy do for it? Uh, the, the kids could find a way. It's Why make it easier for anyone? Play the Steve Kirk. Every, every gun owner, just please. I'm not saying go hand in your guns to the government and uh, be like, oh, I hate guns. I'm just saying, please do not... Take today to be the day where you're like, yeah, that, you know what? It's tone deaf. Uh, guns ain't the problem. Oh, stop that, gun, please. Gun, guns don't kill people. People, people stop people it. Kill. Today well, no, is just I, I really today. feel rich, and I'm not saying that guns aren't said, the problem or whatever, not, but I'm saying I really statement. believe mental health is the problem. Yes, I These too. kids are fucked uh, up, I dude. do too. They are fucked up, and it's not just this one piece of shit 18-year-old kid. There's so many of these kids uh, that are just not right, and we're not doing what needs to be done about it and you know as as a parent too that fucking frightens the yeah, shit my, out of my me my wife was crying all day yeah it's, and, it's and terrible i was i mean i i uh and dude my daughter will tell me because she's around that age she'll tell me about these kids and 
it's very like whole hum matter of fact, and this is how they are and how they think. And I'm like, yeah, that don't, that's not right. Melody, hold on. That's not right. And then what I'm doing is I'm causing and creating a divide with my kid, mm-hmm. but I have to stay my ground with her mm-hmm. telling her like, no, that's not how, no. how it should be. Like yeah. every kid that she describes has some sort of, in my opinion, mental issue. Every one of them, you know, and I'm not saying my kid's any better, but I'm trying and I'm working and I'm, I'm at least trying to express like, yeah, that's not right. No, just, that's not okay. I just don't, I, I don't understand the whole, like the whole, let's use this as an opportunity. Instead of use this as an opportunity to figure out the problem, this is not the time to defend your fucking take. Listen to Steve Kerr. I agree. What's up? I agree. Uh, listen to Steve Kerr spot. I'm surprised you haven't seen this. Oh, because it's, it's not, because you know why spot? It's not sports. It went mainstream because Steve Kerr. Is this sports? But you know what it is? Use his platform. Sports. Yeah. The, it's, it's what it shows you. It shows you the reach. This shows you the reach. This this went more social than the, the senator on the Senate floor. Of course. I've been, uh, I know what's going on. I get the updates, but I'm trying to stay like you. Trying yeah. to stay away from it. I don't want it. It's too sad. I don't want to see. I don't want to see the victims either. It'll oh, make me fucking cry. The little kids. Terrible. It'll make me cry. Oh, when I remember when I saw this and I'm not one to like get, I cry at dumb things. Remember? I don't cry at real life. Well, I, I, I cry at TV shows. I got something that's going to make you cry. Oh. I cry at, uh, did you cry at the end of better call? Saul? no, I cry at fiction. I don't cry at real life. It's, it's a weird thing. I have, this is us. I cry at this is us, but I don't cry at real life. But I you remember this is Gus, the Greek version. I did. It's, it's fucking catching yeah. on. It really is. It really is. <laughs> the Greek one is. Yeah, this is Gus. It's not as sad as the American version, but I remember episode it's, three it's where they good. fought whether they fought over whether it was gyro, gyro, or gyro. Right, right. And yeah. that was like a big. Oh, that was yeah. like the punchline of yep. episode three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I remember when Sandy Hook happened, and I usually don't have that type of response spot, but I remember like tearing up and almost like crying when I saw the pictures of the kids, like the victims. Cause you think like that is someone whose future robbed, gone, no longer. These kids went to school thinking they were going to learn about, I don't know, George Washington, uh, shapes and colors. And Hey, they're taking a spelling test and they go from that to getting shot. Like how meaningless, how, how ridiculous is the whole thing? Uh, listen to Steve Kerr and, Spot, Spot, Kavino's so dead on. Talk about someone using their platform in the right way. Steve Kerr, everybody. I'm not going to talk about basketball. Nothing's uh, happened with our team in the last six hours. We're going to start the same way tonight. Um, any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um, since we left shoot around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here. And a, and a teacher. And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California. And now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on H.R. 8, 
which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple of years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. It's what we do every week. So I'm fed up. I've had enough. We're going to play the game tonight. But I want every person here, every person listening to this, to think about your own child or grandchild or mother or father or sister or brother. How would you feel if this happened to you today? We can't get numb to this. We can't sit here and just read about it and go, well, let's have a moment of silence. Yeah, go Dubs, you know. Come on, Mavs, let's go. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go play a basketball game. And, and 50 senators in Washington are going to hold us hostage. Do you realize that 90% of Americans, regardless of political party, want background check, universal background check? 90% of us, we are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington who refuse to even put it to a vote, despite what we, the American people, want. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. It's pathetic. I've had enough. Amazing. Yo. I had this thought watching that yesterday. I mean, that was powerful. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I had this thought. I was like, people shit on sports. And I'm not even like a crazy sports fanatic maniac like the guys we've worked with in our career. I'm just a fan. But I was watching every major name in sports in the NBA playoffs on social media. I was watching what they had to say about it. And I'm like, if change really were to happen, it could honestly start there. And I, I know that sounds ridiculous, but their influence and their voice is so powerful and what they mean to kids and what they mean to this country is so much more than you realize because we look up to those people. Yeah. I really think if they took a different kind of stand, which we're starting to see right now with Steve Kerr, in my opinion, leading that charge, I think you will see some change. You know, I saw Steph Curry saying he has to figure out something about how to use his voice, how to use his platform. I think we underestimate the power of these guys too and the influence they have. But it's just terrible to see, man. It was nonstop all night. We'd be tone deaf to not acknowledge it. Yeah. So... Just hug your kids and try your best to keep them safe and talk to them. I mean... That's really it, and it's hard. And I, I'm sure my daughter rolls her eyes constantly, but I'm in the car with her so often because I'm, I'm her personal chauffeur back and forth that I always say, all right, dad talk. All right, I got to be a dad for a minute. All right, now go back to your TikTok or whatever you're doing. But I have to say these things. You have to tell them. You have to teach them. This shit ain't right. This kid killed his grandma before he went. He turned 18. First thing he did was bought guns, killed his grandmother, and then killed a bunch and of then kids. And killed a bunch of kids. It's nothing new. Like it's got to stop. <laughs> One of the previous school shootings, I believe the kid also killed his grandma. Yeah. Yeah. I swear that yeah. sounds so I, a lot. I think that's spot, such uh, a familiar narrative. I, I feel like the narrative has been multiple times where the kid hurt someone in his family. 
then went on a rampage. And then he was killed. And then he was killed. I think that's happened before. I'm sure. I mean, it happens all the time. So powerful words from Steve Kerr. And uh, you know, who's going to disagree with Steve Kerr? Who disagrees with Steve Kerr saying well, that? He's saying, you know, I don't know these stats. They're coming from Steve Kerr. 90% of Americans, regardless of political party I mean, but i don't agree, know uh, yeah I, but I, who wouldn't agree with <laughs> who wouldn't said that don't well, yeah i want to know someone in the 10 percent that said nah you shouldn't need a background check <laughs> right what maniac is that you know but here's the power again guys like me aren't doing research on hr8 and what the american public truly thinks about these things but you know what i do watch sports you know who I do know and could relate to a little bit because I see him all the time? Steve, Steve Kerr. Kerr. And when I hear these things coming from a guy I see all the time talking sports and I can relate to and I kind of know what he's about, that hits me different. These kids influence. Sure. These kids are influenced so much by athletes. That's exactly like, it. I know, for instance, yeah, yesterday. Was and there? by was the sure. way, I just I was just texting Nicole. We're going to, you know, we're trying to decide. Probably shouldn't put out the podcast this week or have kids because we're all light hard about kids and she was just saying how her her son is obsessed with Steph Curry on a level where like the way her husband was obsessed with Michael Jordan she's like all he wants he's like he wants every Steph Curry jersey and these kids are so influenced by athletes heroes think about when you were a kid you know I know the whole joke with sport with sports and spot and everything but honestly when I was a kid who meant more to me than Joe Montana or you know Hulk Hogan or Dwight Gooden or Gary Carter or Keith Hernandez or I, Jerry I, Rice. Like, these are my heroes. I just say that so I can play the right intro. I know, but what I'm saying is I, I'm 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 loving what Steve Kerr did. And I just, uh, if it Steph was, Curry and other guys are saying, let me use my power yeah, they for are. good. Then, I mean, how are they going to avoid it, right? Um, and I, I mean, saw that clip. Of, I got to be honest. I saw that clip a million times yesterday. I got chills watching it just now. Yeah, I, I, I was, just was like, yeah. I had to look away wow. for a second. I don't want to cry on our podcast. Well, now I might make Race you your cry. emotions. Because we'll move on. I think there's a major, major mental health issue, and we're failing our kids, and I, well, I really feel that's the I, core I, of it. I agree with Raymond, who hit us up. We are being held hostage by the rich and powerful, not only with these type of bills that don't get through the, even put on the Senate floor. We get held hostage by a lot of decisions, and... Guilty, I'll, I'll raise my hand, guilty of not caring enough about local politics. Oh, I know. And, and that happens a lot I when you, know, and it on. happens a lot in, when, you're in a, when you're in a state. Now, I, here's the thing. I if you grew up in Colorado on. or if you grew up in Ohio or if you grew up in Pennsylvania or some type of swing state area, maybe you would be conditioned to think that you matter more. Swing states. Swing states. <laughs> but when you grew up in New York or California or let's say the opposite, a really red state, you do feel like, well, yeah. no matter how, inch, how much interest I take, unless it goes along with the overwhelmingly Republican or Democrat vibe in my state, and you know, guilty of that. Like I was saying it's not yeah, local you, anyway, it's the Senate. But you yeah, have to I know. look at, right, this I is know. a national issue. I, I know, Spot. But you, you have to, you get the book. We get a book. I know. I read the book. I see what the props are. I see the pros and cons. Yeah, but you know who does and stuff I like that? Vote. Maybe you. You know where I get my information, and it's wrong. Rich already met, said that. They send, Steve. Me, they send me a book. <laughs> yeah. If you you're you've we're given this this gift to be able to vote, yeah. this power to be able to vote, and I know you think uh, the voice of one doesn't matter, 
but it adds up. No, do your spot and you can, and you can say, you I'm know saying what? very, I'm saying very guilty, a very guilty of, Hey, I live in California. So let's say, unless yeah, I want to vote for the right. democratic candidate, I, I know in the back of my mind, there's no way the only thing you anyone might, will win the same way. If you're in a red state, like if you like, I really like that the Democrat, you're yeah, never going to win. The only thing you're going to feel powerless at is I know. the presidential election. Everything below that is regional and, uh, and those be, things matter and could go either way. But like, yeah, you're only worried about electoral votes. It's like there's so much more to voting than that. No, I'm just saying like, like, like out front. here, right? Like no matter whether or not you love or hate Gavin Newsom, he's going to win because he's a Democrat and you live in a very Democratic state. So that's what discourages, I'm saying, people from really getting involved. Which not you, after his tenure. People hate him. Um, what am I pulling up? Just that meme, we'll move on. Oh, no, just but the guy in the Senate. It was That was a quicker clip, but it was the, the guy in the Senate I, floor who was like, what are we doing? The what are we doing guy. just as long. What is, what is he? Uh, what's his name? I, I feel terrible calling Chris, him a guy Chris on the Mur Senate floor. Chris Murphy. By the way, how do you say the name of the town? Valdi? Ovalde. 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 Ovalde? Ovalde. Ovalde. I've heard both. V-A-L-D-E. I just assumed you would know. Rob Elementary. No, Sarah. I believe Rafael Busia, one of our listeners, I think he went to school with one of the teachers that passed. You know, I mean, this is hitting home and closer and closer all the time. You know, we do have that feeling about us as people, as humans, some people, not everybody. Some people are way more empathetic than others. But when you hear stories and it's not really in your backyard, you're like, yeah, man, that's tough. What are you going to do? Steve Kerr references that, right? But at one point, do you start realizing, well, it could happen to you? Yeah. No, you I know, know, like, and it's got to stop. No, Sarah, Sarah knows that area well because it's like 60 miles from where she grew up. Right. Like it's an hour. It's an hour from. Her. I it's don't like, trust these maniac kids yeah, it's an hour around away. here. I can tell you that. These, all these kids, I look at their faces. They look misguided. They look lost. They look unhappy. They look depressed. They look confused. And no one's fucking helping them. I agree with something Jason said, because this has been the problem once before with one of the previous school shootings. And I hate that there's so many that you lose track of them. But if you remember, the kid was troubled. He was flagged. They wanted to suspend him from school. And then the, the parents were like, well, we don't know. And then there was, do you, don't you remember? Then he went home or went in his locker yeah, and then started pussyfooting around all these issues when it comes to kids. Like, no, they're, they're just different. And no, but, but, but Jason makes a point that if you if you flag a kid for being suspect to do crazy shit, if you just note it but do nothing about it, what are you noting? You get what I'm saying? If I'm like, man, Cavino, uh, I'm, I'm going to note him. I don't. If I don't then do anything else, what is it really? Just someone's like, oh, you know, little little uh, little Stewart in class is a little weird. It, unless you follow through with something, why are we why are we allowing any maniac back into society once we know what they're up to? Why did they let Lalo go? Why did they let him go? Lalo. They had him. Better call Saul. How many people get back out there? Said. Oh, dude, how many times do you hear about a maniac that they had or he was in custody or he was in prison or they knew this guy was a maniac and he goes off and he's yeah, killing no. people? Oh, yeah, overpopulation or technicality and he's out on the street, kill someone else. You hear it all the time. Anyway, we don't have the answers, but again, we have to acknowledge it. Spot, play that clip and then we'll move on. There are 14 kids dead 
in an elementary school in Texas right now? What are we doing? What are we doing? Just days after a shooter walked into a grocery store to gun down African-American patrons, we have another Sandy Hook on our hands. What are we doing? There have been more mass shootings than days in the year. Our kids are living in fear every single time they set foot in the classroom because they think they're going to be next. What are we doing? Why do you spend all this time running for the United States Senate? Why do you go through all the hassle of getting this job, of putting yourself in a position of authority? If your answer is that as this slaughter increases, as our kids run for their lives, we do nothing. What are we doing? Why are you here? If not to solve a problem as existential as this, this community in Texas will never, ever be the same. Why? Never. Why are we here? If not to try to make sure that fewer schools and fewer communities go through what Sandy Hook has gone through, what Uvalde is going through. Our heart is breaking for these families. Every ounce of love and thoughts and prayers we can send, we are sending. But I'm here on this floor to beg, to literally get down on my hands and knees and beg my colleagues. Find a path forward here. Work with us to find a way to pass laws that make this less likely. Way to go, Seth I Meyers. Mean, was that Seth Meyers? That was not Seth Meyers, oh, but man, was Chris Murphy. that was powerful. Oh, yeah, that was, honestly, Chris, that was great. I'm just trying to make it. That's a great question. I saw Spock giving the head nod, why but it's right. Here? Why are you here? If you're going to run for Senate, if you're going to, because I, I know never, a few people. He put it so well. I know a few people that I grew up with that are in like local politics, believe it or not, that I went to like high school or college with. To even be like a local city rep or like your town's board member, that's a hassle. So to make it to the point where you're a, a senator, that takes effort. Some so if you're going to go through that, if you're right going to go through that effort, what is it? Just for power? I mean, I I'm know. sure at some point, I, I even say this. I, I I've said say, this. Job, Ed Helms, great job with that, though. That was really I, I've, powerful. I've said this before. Ed Helms, right? I've said this before, and I'll say it again. No matter what politician it is, you could hate them. At one point, at one point, they did want to do something good because they weren't always senator or president or leader of the, you know, speaker of the house. Like at one point, they were the local person probably trying to do good. Where do you get lost along the way with the power, money, and, and politics of it? I don't know. I, th I think to sum it up, Kavino. The normalization of poor mental health. You, you are just, you're, you're a-okay with having to, you were a-okay with having to take a test to get your driver's license, right? Honestly, I was a little nervous about it, personally. Parallel parking? No, because the rules here in California are different. 
I was like, oh man. I was Tests. I was a little nervous too. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I hope I'm trying to see if I can cheat off somebody else. Like, so wait, wait, is it, wait, there's a closed room or wait, I'm in a little booth? What's going on here? I had to take a test to get my license again. Wait. California. Can I cross a single line or a double line? I was a little nervous, but I did it. Yeah, it's spot in an earpiece. <laughs> Cheating on the fucking driver's uh, test. Spot red light. Spot you turn. Can I make a left? What was it? No turn on red. I'm still amazed you passed. Yeah. So am I. <laughs> But yeah, I had to take a test. Spot, so, Spot, do I go uh, below 30 in the fast lane on the highway? Yes. Wait, so, Spot, Spot if you're going uh, to... I'm, I'm, I'm really just thinking of dumb examples. You're so if good at it. If you want to drive, so great at you're, you're totally fine with going through a course and everything to get your driver's license, right? Has anyone ever complained about... Dude. Wait, has anyone ever complained? I had to give so much background check just to open up a Coinbase account. Yeah, to open up a crypto account, yeah. you have oh, to pretty much be like, dude, like, an hour forms. How much ID do they need? Jeez. Now, like, is this even secure? You go on vacation to scuba dive. You need to take a, an entry level course in this. That be, you need to get scuba diving certified if you want to go scuba diving. But some jerk off could go buy a gun. No one's saying. But no one's saying no guns. Like I think a, people. I mean, but could we make it trickier? But what? Argue you know, that. In order to control who controls this country, you don't need an ID. So keep that in mind. Until that's changed, it should just be across the board. Oh, voting, voting. with IDs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I. that's a separate topic. I agree with you on that. But what start I'm saying from, is... Start it from the bottom. But, but Spot, you're okay? You're okay with the driver's license? You're okay with a fucking scuba certification in the Bahamas? You're okay with taking a class to... Spot, you were okay going through all the rigmarole of becoming a yoga teacher. Like people go you know through people go through process all the time, but no one wants to go through process to get a gun. We're failing these kids. I saw, I saw this meme over and over again. Spot, pull it up and we'll wrap it up because I have another story that ties into this. I'm not totally just making a hard left on it, but um, we're failing these kids, and I feel like you know we live in a country of misinformation. We don't know what's true. Such trash. We don't know what's Man. what's it's right, roots, what's wrong, and we're so divided. Think of where our kids are getting information from, from misguided idiots on social media. That's who they're listening to all the time. You know, I'm like, even my kid will say things. I'm like, where'd you get that from? From point? some confused, misguided teen on social media and you think it's true? From some kid with a terrible outlook on life and this country? That's where you're getting this information from. That's where kids get this information from. So they have such a negative outlook on life and on what it's about and the value I of will. life. And, and it, again, that, that community and that world so closely connected. I do sort of agree that you got to talk to your kids. None of us have ever purchased a gun. So no, none of us. We've seen the process. I haven't. You walk up to Dexter and you say, hey, I'd like to buy that one. You know? I've seen, you've never seen them at a regular store. I've seen them, but have you, do you've you never, I've never bought them, I've never, but no. I've never purchased one. I've never purchased I don't know one. What's my friends I don't know what's involved, them. like uh, uh, showing ID or registering. Yeah, we have friends. I have stuff. a friend. I have my best friend know, has a I, cabinet. Honestly, full of if you, if you asked me to go through the step-by-step -step process of purchasing a gun, I would not know. Just because I have seen it doesn't mean I know it. Well, so that's something to keep in mind, but well, what's to keep in mind. I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't even, I don't want to speak on something that I don't know about. 
And I feel like it's different everywhere too. Well, I'll speak on it. It says it seems a hell of a lot easier than it should be. I don't disagree with that. All right. Well, then yeah. that's my opinion. I'm I mean, not saying I, I, I mean, I think it should be difficult. It's difficult for me to yeah. get, it's difficult for me to get a Time Warner person to go to my mom's apartment and set up her internet. Are there, it's are difficult there, to, there's, there's so much difficult states, shit. Are there certain states that do background checks? Dude, I don't know. Do you know how difficult it was for me to change Sarah's airline tickets yesterday for Delta? It's easy. There's so many yeah, things like, in life that we're like, all right, I guess I'll have to sit through this like, bullshit. Look at back to back comments. Stu uh, Hot Wagner said he bought guns and because he was of age, he didn't even have his ID checked. And then Jun Tao, why do I know that name? Said every gun I ever had, I had a background check. So it's clearly different everywhere. So what we need is a as uniform across the board. Well, yeah, I mean, think about it, Spot. That's what we in need. in in New York or New Jersey. You couldn't it's carry. So, you couldn't. It's so difficult now because where, now you're getting into where you grew up. Obvious. Where you grew up, you couldn't just carry a gun around. Where right. wh- like when I'm in Texas, you go into a store, and some stores will have a. No, like, like a no gun in this store. Like, much like with hey, the, you go to the bakery, no guns allowed in. Of course, it's different everywhere. Right? Yeah, like, I didn't no walk shit. into a local, you know, Walmart or, or any sort of um, outdoors place here and growing up and seeing guns everywhere. Yeah. It's like, like you said, Texas, Idaho, wherever we are, it's, it's different no now matter you're what. Getting, now you're getting constitutional as, as far as what's federal and what's state and who has rights. Like that, that became an issue with uh, them wanting, you know, the whole thing about Roe v. Wade. So it's, there's, it's a little bit tricky, but it can be done. It just needs to get done. Yeah, but isn't that the whole concept of a universal background check? Oh, no, I'm just saying about implementing because now you're, now you're dealing with states versus federal rights. Dude, when there seems to be like, well, why isn't this happening? Money's probably always the reason. Which, yeah. right? Money and power. Clearly this should so be done. So why isn't this happening? Money and power. But sometimes. I don't know how that works, but follow the money and I'm sure there's a reason why. We have this, sometimes this roadblock. You, sometimes when you set precedents, it can unravel things that shouldn't be unraveled. Well, Spot, pull up the meme, like I said, 5,000 times so we can move on. Uh, I've, I've I have seen it this. ready to go. It's sitting here. You keep talking. I've asked you a million times. It's sitting here ready to go. Pull it up. Bam. And we'll move on. And I have a, a, a related story. Dear children of the world, it's not supposed to be like this. Yeah. It really isn't. And it's our fault as adults. Huh. I can't say me I, personally, I agree, but uh, we are failing these kids in the worst way possible. Yeah. And I hate to see what the future holds for a lot of them. Well, let's let's uh, hope that like most things in life, they could turn around if you put the effort in and put the right people in charge. I have a, um, I have a related story that isn't about this. All right, good. Please, let's, let's, uh, okay. let's move on. Mauser brings up one great point, though. When I was a kid... I mean, again, we grew up in different places, but I, maybe it's social media too. I don't remember everyone being so in love with their guns the way they are now. The only gun I loved as a kid was the shooter from Nintendo. Or the disc gun that you bought at the I pharmacy. Loved the disc gun. That was the best toy. Now, if you had ever. a cap gun? No, the fucking gun from The paper Nintendo. or the plastic little circle? That's a different thing. I don't know. That little disc gun was the shit. For real, but, but but the thing is, I don't I don't remember people being obsessed. No, we just didn't grow up around it. We didn't grow up around it. That's yeah. I'm sure that's what it was. So there's a related story. Sorry, guys, it's sports related, but it's gonna tug the heartstrings, and it just flows with the vibe of this conversation. Oh, the lifelong sort of, buddies. What the lifelong buds? What's that? 
Oh, there are two guys that played Little League together from the time they were five years old, and they got called up to the big leagues on the same day. Okay, hold on to that, because that could be a perfect story right after this. Okay. Jose Trevino is on the New York Yankees, okay? Steve Trevino? Jose Trevino. I imagine he's a vato loco because he's from Texas. And I didn't know that. But this dude last night, uh, this is just a heart-tugging story. It's not even sports-related, guys. It's just a nice story. Can we differentiate? Let's try. No. It's a story that's kind of nice. Jose Trevino. Jose Trevino. From Corpus Christi, Texas. He doesn't look like your strapping sort of, this guy's a monster. He's a catcher. He's kind of frumpy. But they're saying he's great vibes. Either way. Mm -hmm. He's new on the team. And apparently he's fit into the clubhouse immediately. And he has a son. This dude all of a sudden had a night. Like, they even made a point of it, right? He hits a home run. They're like, look how happy he is. Wow, he's smiling. You don't often see that type of emotion when these guys hit home runs. But when you only hit two, yeah, man, it's a different vibe. They're talking about this Mm -hmm. stuff on the air. So this dude has a big night going. He has a home run. He had another hit, RBI. And then he gets up in extra innings to beat the Orioles last night, and he comes through. So I labeled the clip spot. I said, play this first. You could see, actually, you'll pull up an image first, and this is his game winner. This is the image. This goes with the story. So now scroll. There he is, right? He's super pumped. But here's the hit. The next clip, just there it is. Line drive, it's a base hit. Pointing up at the sky, right? He rounds first base. He's won the game, and the Yankees come away with a 7-6 win. Okay, now they go nuts for him. Great night. I'm trying to fast forward the story for you, right? But then they interview him in front of the stadium. Yeah. So he's got the microphone. (laughs) It's echoing throughout Yankee Stadium. He's new in New York. And they're like, you know, tell us about what's going on. He goes, first and foremost, my heart is heavy, and I want to send my thoughts and prayers to Texas. And I'm like, oh, that was nice, you know? And you could see he starts to fucking cry. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, what is it about this team and about you? He's like, they've embraced me. The fans have embraced me. The team's embraced me. He's like, you know, it's not why I'm crying right now. I'll explain later. But, you know been a great night and thank you and you know love you texas so i find out well he's from texas but i was nice of him to acknowledge it immediately on his big night but why was he crying during that interview he explains take a listen kind of cool and we've seen these stories before but kind of cool good moment though tonight though um i know y'all saw some tears uh there's a reason behind it um my dad was a huge Yankees fan. Um, if you go back to Father's Day when I got called up, I got a walk-off hit on Father's Day. Um, and he would always put me in these scenarios. He always said, you know, ninth inning, down one, you need a base hit here to tie the game or win the game at Yankee Stadium. Um, and it just, uh, my dad passed away in 2013, uh, and today was his birthday. So it's uh, it was uh, it's definitely a special moment. There, That's why the, the tears were there. But um, it would have been awesome for him to be here but i know he's he's watching so between the texas news and hitting that walk off 
on his dad's birthday last Ooh, night. An emotional, and you see him, uh, an emotional day. You see him pointing up, and and even when he hit his first home run, he's you noticed it. Yeah, and that's why super cool, super nice. But again, heavy hearted. Like, dude, when I saw this dude crying, crying. the Yankees just won. I'm like, jeez, man, this is tough. But I thought it was super nice, and you know, dreams come true. That's an awesome story. And I got one more story to sort of change the pace of the show, and we'll hear Rich's. Rich's story. My story. Dreams come true, right? Sometimes. That's a beautiful story. This dude gets a walk-off hit, hits a home run on his dad's birthday. Who His dad was always playing that scenario out with him growing up. All right, you're at Yankee Stadium. Bottom you're of the ninth. Yeah. What happens? Dude, like how cool is that? Amazing. I don't know if you heard the story, but it's super cool. Tony Rometta, what's up? He knows the story. So many people sent me this, but it's a great one. So Matt Cameron. Oh, wait, people sent that to you? Yeah. Did it have to do with tacos, no. Mario Lopez, boxing, or the Yanks? <laughs> uh, rock music. Or rock. So you're oh, close. Yes. Oh, so you're, you're, close. A ro- you're a rocking dude. My bad. But yo, how emotional was rock that? On. By the way, people are saying, is this the Make Me Cry show? Yeah. Yo, Jason, when you saw this dude, I don't know if you want to play it, Spot, but you see him trying to acknowledge like he just hit a walk-off. He was like, he was in tears. No need to play. No need to play. Sure. Yeah, we already yeah, saw positive. it. We saw it. Okay. But we didn't know at the time. I'm like, is he crying because of Texas? It was a little, it was probably everything. And you see him screaming, poppy, poppy, poppy. It's like he, he mounds it. Really? Yeah. I didn't even notice that. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up again. Dude, pull it up again. That's like, that's so cool though. It's, it's, it tugs the heart, but it's like, how cool is that? Look at that. On his dad's birthday. Look at, look at his mouth as he comes around. Who's the guy rounding third base? Is that, is that a Greek dish? Isaiah Kiner Falefa, not falafel. Oh, falafel. <laughs> is that a Greek dish? Oh, no, I, I heard they, they had that on This Is Gus, right? This is, yeah, yeah. I'll have the Kiner Falefa. Kiner Falefa. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, he's a, a, a nephew of Ralph Kiner. You know what? So he I, goes I, by Kiner Falefa. They call him IKF. And I'm starting to love that guy on a side note. But anyway, so I got a rock story. It's about dreams coming true. Like that dude. Jose Trevino last night, that was a great moment, a yeah. great story, right? Heavy heart, but he came through, kind of awesome. He acknowledged Texas. Dude, there's a story out of Oakland. I'm pretty sure it was in Oakland. But Matt Cameron is the drummer of Pearl Jam, right? Matt Cameron. Comes down with COVID-19. Did you hear this story or no? Yeah, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. it's cool. It's a good story. <laughs> it's kind of It's cool. sort of like your dream come true. Oh, it totally is my dream come true. That's why these are back-to-back stories of like, man, that's when reality, when fantasy becomes reality, as Michael Kay says, when fantasy becomes reality, the Derek Jeter story. Matt Cameron is the drummer of Pearl Jam. He gets COVID-19. They're about to play that night in Oakland. Eddie Vedder is like, what do I do? Well, what do we do now? Right? Eddie Vedder's, don't call me daughter. Eddie Vedder's daughter says, Dad, I met a kid earlier today, like just in the crowds, like buying tickets or whatever. I met a kid earlier today. He says he's a good drummer. He's like, and then he said, on the porch, let us out. It really hits me when he says that. 
<laughs> on the porch swing, a letter sat. On the porch swing, So he said something like that. And she's like, oh. She goes, okay, dad. He said, have this guy send me a video. Tell him to send me a video. 18-year-old kid sends his daughter a video. Oh, here, yeah, here's me playing the drums. Later that night, dude, Pearl Jim says, yeah, you, come on, we need you. 18-year-old kid, local kid, as far as I know, gets on stage and performs with Pearl Jam. Wow. How freaking cool <laughs> is that? The same day. Like, he meets the daughter. First of all, talk about, like, fate. Like, hey, nice to meet you. You married my daughter. Right. Oh, you're Eddie Vedder's daughter. Okay. And then to later that night be playing with Pearl Jam yeah. at 18. You know what a set of nuts you got to have at 18 to get on stage and do that? You know, recently... Talk about uh, seizing the moment and dreams coming true. That's my fantasy of I'm eating a hot dog and and Aaron Boone is like, you! And I'm like, me? Grab a bat! Yeah, we need you right now. Pinch hit. Me? Oh. And then coming through, that's like... that's. Uh. This kid, here he is. 2000 seat Oakland Arena in California. But that is not their usual drummer. That's 18 year old Kai Newkerman. The high school senior stepping in for Pearl Jam drummer Matt Cameron after he tested positive for COVID. It was kind of last minute. It all started yeah. when Kai first heard the Grammy winning group might need some help, texting lead singer Eddie Vedder's daughter. I reached out to Olivia Vedder who I happen to know. She asked for a video of Kai playing a Pearl Jam song. He left school early, recorded the video, and fired it off. She replied quickly and simply, it's on. What goes through your mind when you get That's that so text cool. message? My heart started beating really fast. I didn't get much time to really think about it. Only hours later, Kai backstage at the Oakland Arena. Uh, that's cool, man. What a good story. Idol. Now, Dave Grohl's been known to bring people on stage. Now, for the first time ever, I saw... When it goes wrong, I don't know who it was, but you know how many times a female artist who's singing like a ballad will be like, you come up here and it's like a girl and the girl slays it, like just starts singing beautifully. Mm -hmm. I oh, saw no. one where like, I think it was like Nicki Minaj or it was a female rapper. It might've been Cardi B. Someone handed a fan a mic to like rap along with them and they froze and she like was like, give me that. Like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, awkward. But it was the only because usually they're pretty lucky. But, but then again, maybe you don't see the fails that much. Jen says, wow, that stuff only happens in movies. So cool. I agree. So does that make you think there still is a chance you'll pinch hit for the Yankees? It gives you hope. That's exactly yeah. what I've said over and over again on lithium. One day it could happen. It's an amazing story. And the version I gave you was the one I read. Yeah. It was slightly different when told by the kid. So either way, awesome. And just wanted to share that to sort of lift yeah. the mood. In other cool news, you mentioned those two buddies in sports that got called up together. I did see that. Yeah, I mean. They were like Little League teammates. It's one of those like, what are the stories? Like Bob Odenkirk used to be roommates with who or what did Odenkirk? Oh, no, like Larry David was room, was roommates with. No, you're thinking Judd Apatow and Adam Sandler. Oh, Sandler and Apatow. But there are other people that were like roommates or old school buds. And I always find it fascinating. Like, oh, like Adam Levine Maroon 5. Him and Jonah Hill were like high school classmates. Mm -hmm. Snoop Dogg used to sell weed to Cameron Diaz. They were high school classmates. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And I, then I think to myself, how sad is it that I might be the most popular person that came out of my high school? My high school lacks clout. <laughs> at least, at least people went to your high school. I told you when you look up my high school, it's me, uh, Sean Hannity, and like an astronaut. No one has went to my high school. Mick Foley and Kevin James, you saw that. I have on the Mick Foley documentary. It's like, oh, that's right. Mick Foley grew up and he was pals with Kevin James. So when you see two people grow up together. And this was an interesting one spot. I don't know if there's a picture that's worthy for our tier two folks, but there were two childhood friends that played little league and baseball together every day through little league, junior high, high school. And they got called up to the majors on the same day. And I was like, man, what? A, like there's another one of those, you know, Mick Foley, Kevin James connections that I heard recently. I'm like, wow, how cool is that? And now it's on the tip of my tongue bothering me. Are you sure it wasn't the Cameron Diaz bought weed from Snoop Dogg? No, there's another one. But it is interesting. Like, wow, man, all that greatness. They knew each other all that time. And by the way, I didn't even mention this part. Best friends since kindergarten called up to the majors on the same day by the same team. I forgot to mention the same team. So they're in the same minor league system. It was like, hey, you and you. You know, the two kids that have played together prospects, Nolan Gorman and Matt Libertor are lifelong friends. And now they're major league teammates. That cool. (laughs) So, Hey, uh, you know, we started on a somber note, First started playing together when they were five and were teammates at triple a Memphis this year. Dreams do come true for some people. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's awesome. So I, I am intrigued though, rich on a whole side note of, like the Judd Apatow, Adam Sandler, like they were nobodies and then became somebody. I'm always you, fascinated. You, I'm always fascinated by the friendship. Like, yeah. It proves like surround yourself with the right people because you hear about it way too often. Yeah. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. That's a, that's a very famous one. Yeah. I heard another one recently though. It was like, it was pretty random. I'm like, wow. Who was Larry? Uh, Larry David. I feel like had a roommate that you're like, holy shit. Hold on. I'll, I'll look it up right now. They go that far back. But I get it. It makes sense. Like-minded people. You know, they're living in shitty apartments. Oh, they moved uh, to Los Larry Angeles. Larry David's roommate? Uh, Leon. J.B. Smooth. Not, <laughs> oh, wait. Not, uh, not on the show. Hold what on. you talking about, Larry? I'm lamping, Larry. J.B. Smooth. <laughs> no, it's, it was not J.B. Smooth. <laughs> Larry David's roommate. It all, only comes up, J.B. Smooth. But you do hear these stories like, this guy had nothing. Maybe it was Ryan Reynolds recently. In that David Letterman special, like he moved to L.A. with, yeah, he moved to L.A. with nothing. Oh, and, and he said Jason Bateman became a good friend. Maybe that's what I'm thinking, yeah. but embraced him early on when they were nobodies. It was the first guy who was really nice to him, you know, so you do hear those stories, but it's interesting. Justin Timberlake and Ryan Gosling, was he, were they pals? Someone said that one. They were on, on the, the Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse Club. Club together. Oh, yeah. Doing the running man together. <clears throat> yeah, Lenny Kravitz, Nicholas Cage, and Slash <coughs> all went to high school together. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Slash, why? Kravitz, where? High school. Are you going to the reunion? Whoa. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lenny and Slash went to high Imagine that. They went to high school together. I think it was like Hollywood High School, though, but still, like, amazing. I heard someone say that the other day, and I wondered if they were trying to, like, name drop to me or if I was supposed to care. Someone said something like, well, and then, uh, you know, 
his father with uh, Hollywood High. And I'm like, is that like, a, is Hollywood High? I know spots. The one we passed by the oh, uh, yeah, the Roosevelt Hotel, right? It has the, the mural, John Ritter the mural, mural of all the, f- the famous people that went there. Like, what is it? Like Judy, Lucy, Garland. Like Judy Garland and John Ritter. and John all Ritter. But I, I, I wonder, like, when someone goes, oh, yeah, they went to Hollywood High. I'm not from here. So I'm, am I supposed to be like, oh. By the way, John Ritter, <laughs> on a side note, because we pass it often here in L.A., John Ritter has the biggest, coolest mural on that yeah. building, which is kind of cool. To me, it just sounds like a TV show. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm, and what I'm asking is, being that oh, we're not no. from here, was I supposed to be like, oh, no, like, ho- I mean, like I Hollywood High. Like, is Hollywood High, are we assuming that's where, like, every famous person's kids go? Sean H. says, show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. I love As that. I've said to Melody. I love that. Over and over again. I love that quote. So Birds of a feather. It's, it's really cool. You do hear a lot of those stories. Now, uh, moving on again. Story time with Cavino and Rich. Oh. Hope you're having a decent Wednesday. No, Everybody he has a heavy heart. Hope you're, hope you're having a little fun. Tell me your story. Hit Kavino with the one shot. I'm going to listen while I go pee. It's not really a story. I saw our buddy Bobo from Fox Sports Radio posted something I thought was kind of funny. FoxSportsRadio.com, where you could hear our podcast every day. We're going to be filling in next Monday, in fact. Got two updates yesterday. I'll be filling in on Lithium all next week again. And I spoke to the boss yesterday at the gym. I was at the gym getting my swole on. And the boss of Sirius XM Lithium hit me up with a phone call. Got no real update other than, can you do it next week? I'm like, yeah. But let me make one thing clear. Doing it because I want the job. But it's really not up for grabs as far as I know. And we also found out we'll be filling in on Fox Sports Radio Memorial Day. So there will be no Patreon Memorial Day this coming Monday, but we will be on Fox Sports Radio. Hold on. Which one of you left their shit in the toilet? Wasn't me, because I, I haven't used the toilet at I didn't all. Take a shit. Well, I know was, you're going to think I, I did, but no. I was in there fixing my hair. There maybe, was poop in there. Really? Maybe yeah. You're, Not uh, me. Maybe your uh, friend copied a key and just sneaks in the back door and takes a shit. No spot. I, I was home all day, and I went to the gym at a couple. But yeah, no, there was poop Poseidon, in the toilet. Poseidon. Oh, this. did you do it yesterday? No, I didn't take a shit. I haven't taken a shit all week in Rich's house. Huh. Swear, I if I'm, as my buddy Mike used to say, you if saw I'm lying, me, I'm dying. You saw me. If I'm lying, I'm dying. I got here. Uh, I got here a little bit late today. Did you take a shit in there? No. Oh, the oh. only no. The only thought it could be was that Did you train uh, Piper. That it, no. That. Piper, I could have taken Piper's. Oh, I could have like, yeah, put, yeah I, could, I could have done that, but Glink, it wasn't little doggy turds. Hey, all right. Now there's a Johnny Depp conspiracy here. I don't know, but it wasn't me. Yeah. I can promise you that. Who took a shit? Oh, I wonder if there is anyone. Who took a shit in a shit to shit, shit to shit. shit? Who took a dump in a dumb lumber dump? Before you talk, before you have a real conversation, I have to ask. If you could count, take a guess. Let's say it was some corny game show. How many dogs in the world are actually trained to shit in the toilet? Who's done? Like, so, someone's had to have done it. Like, they have a little stool. They're like, I've trained my dog to shit. I mean, I've seen it. The- yeah. If I had to guess how many how in the world. You think there's 100 dogs in the world that, <laughs> have, that are trained to shit in the toilet? Yeah. Regularly scheduled program. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Spot. Take a guess. How many dogs could take <clears throat> grumpies? In I know the um, El Kukui and Daniel Javier Feet. And they're your dogs. They're my dogs. They know how to do that. People train their dogs to like, oh, go get me a beer, dog. Go do this. Go get my slippers. 
there's got to be someone that's like, yeah, I built a little platform by my back toilet in the guest room or something. And uh, yeah, dog goes up there and takes a shit. Cats could do it. So I've seen videos. Well, again, this coming Monday, FoxSportsRadio.com. Our buddy Bobo, his name's Aaron. What did he, can I interrupt you one last time? Yeah. He posts Jim selfies like Spot. Yeah. He's such a nice guy. You know that? Bobo, Aaron. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He is really, we lucked out with some of the nice people we work with at Fox Sports. I'm amazed though how a cool guy like him doesn't get the fact that any time in my life I've ever, someone's like Bobo, Bobo's like sort of like a doofus. I said that to him. I said, especially in, in Spanish and in, in my home growing up, Bobo meant you're a fucking dunce. Like, you're yeah, a dunce. What are you, Bobo? Ooh. To me, it's like Bobo sounds like, as far as I know, like in the Mexican culture, Bobo means like, what are you, a fucking dummy? Like, but he's a like Bobo. I would say a lot of cultures. Like, yeah, I'm like when you say, Spot, when you say Bobo, isn't yeah, there a part of you that's that like, to him, he got like offended by it. Like, he's a, he's a smooth guy. That's, nah, he's a weak like a, nickname for, for a nice I don't guy. Know. For, for a guy yeah. that's pretty cool guy, like Spot. I'm surprised. Like, Spot's just a nickname. Bobo. Oh, I mean, they'll be like, slightly they'll be me being like, hey, nice to meet you, Doofy. Like doofy, exactly. like doofy, like spot exactly. is slightly condescending unless you know the meaning behind it. How spot is condescending? Yeah, spot's like a dog. It's like a pet. Yeah, it sounds like a nickname. Bobo sounds like you're a dummy. It does. Hey, nice to meet you, Goomberger. Yeah, what? exactly. The nickname. Well, that's what I call you to other people. <laughs> Goomberger. Yeah, I wish he changed there. his nickname. He's one of our associate producers at Fox Sports Radio. He's a nice guy. Oh, they asked me what to put what what to put on the back of my softball jersey. They're getting them printed out. I went with Dickie Do, because <laughs> that's what they call me. You know why they call him Dickie Do? Because uh, his because his belly, belly sticks out more than his Dickie, Dickie Do. do. That's it. No, I was gonna say they call him Dickie Do because he does. Well, our buddy Bobo. Yeah, I'm like, Bobo. I don't, I don't like that nickname either. What are you a homo? No, I'm a Bobo. Quoting Howie Mandel no, and Walk Like a yeah, Man. Got it. When he had hair. Yeah. Find that clip. That's a great clip. He's a caveman. Way back on a Wednesday, Howie Mandel is raised by wolves. He's not a caveman. He's like raised by wolves, right? I never saw this and movie. His name but- was Bobo Chan. I think his name is Bobo Chan. I don't know. But he was raised by wolves. Like he was left in the, in the woods or some shit. And he doesn't know how to acclimate to like being... A human. So right? like in see no man in a way. So he's yeah, so he's like up on somebody, some guy turns around and he's like, What are you, a homo? And his name is Bobo, because I don't know how he got that name. He's like, yeah. No, I'm a Bobo. Young Howie Mandel. I wonder. You assume that I can pull it up right away. I it's do. I, I assume, assume Spot has YouTube. it on standby. It's an old-ass movie that no one... Walk Like a Man, Howie Mandel, 1980-something. I can't find a clip. Wow. I would think that's the only famous oh, line from the movie. Spot, he'll spend the rest of the day trying to find that clip. Uh, I would have sworn it's the only quotable part of a random movie that I kind of liked as a kid. All right. You know what? You got me thinking of a really interesting conversation after you tell your story. Perfect. After you tell your story, because based on your Howie Mandel it's club, story, it's a conversation. I have a great conversation. All right, perfect. I'm sorry if you can't find that clip. Anyway, our friend Bobo. Hi, I'm Bobo. Posted something today that I thought was kind of funny. So I'm going to bring it up to you. Oh. Because what are we entering? What weekend? Memorial Day weekend. What happens on the radio? Memorial Day weekend, lots of countdowns. Right? Countdowns and... uh. I just got an email saying that the pulse 
typical radio stuff. I'm not, I'm not saying that's a, b- a bad thing, but they're like, we're going to be spiking in, spiking in, meaning like, you know, throwing in extra party songs. Yeah. It's like a party song Everybody weekend. Everybody has like, their little thing going a on. A Memorial Day kickoff party weekend. Coming in at number one. Carry down Memorial Day weekend. Your favorite party songs from the 2000s. It's your favorite party songs here on Sirius XM. Spider has and Spider with a Y. Why? I don't know. Hope you're having a great weekend. So I figured I'd do a little countdown leading into the holiday weekend, courtesy of our pal Bobo, who posted this, and I thought it was kind of slightly funny. Hey, we need things to talk about other than Texas. These are the five deadly terms used by women. The five deadly terms used by women. And this was simply some sort of, it looks like a, a, a print that you would buy as a gag gift from Target. It's like a poster. But he posted it. Coming in at number five. These are things. Are you listening? I yeah, I am. No, I am. Okay. I, am. I am. Five deadly terms used by women. Things you don't want to hear any woman in your life say ever, especially okay. the one I you're like with. Okay. okay, cool. Coming in at number five. I'm going to do my best Spider Harrison. Memorial Day countdown. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Hit summer right, song weekend. deadly, Lisa. Like things you... The, it's labeled deadly, but it's just things you don't want to hear ever from your woman. It's a summer song weekend. Not going to kill you. Five deadly terms used by women, things you don't want to hear. Number five, that's okay. Number five is that's okay. That's okay. She's thinking long and hard. And how and when you will pay for your mistake. So... That's okay. Like, you fucked okay. up. That's okay. That's okay. But she's just saying that because she's thinking long and hard. Of how and when you're going to pay for that. So that's okay. It's not okay. It's okay. It's not okay. It's okay. It's like when a Mexican contractor says. That's okay. It's okay. It's not okay. okay. That shit's going to leak. Like I have, leak. I have a leak yeah. in my. I have a leak in my front. Um, I'm sure Javier said it's okay. I have a leak in my front. Faucet. So number my, five my, is. My is, outdoor is, faucet. It's something you don't want to hear from your Mexican tr- contractor. Or your girlfriend or wife. It's okay. But no, I, I have a leak and it fills up about two buckets of water a day. A little tiny leak. We need to get it fixed. The plumber's coming this weekend because it, w- it was stopping and starting. And my plumber's an- originally, my, my, one of my landscaper's answers was because I said, hey, it's connected to the sprinkler system. He goes, how much a leak? I go like a bucket to two buckets a day. It's like two buckets is like. One flush of the toilet. It's okay. That's okay. I, I'm like, well, it's, I mean, it's okay, but is it okay? Well, it's not, va- va- it's not say, okay. It's okay, but the woman will say, that's okay. That's okay, but, but it's not okay. So beware. If you hear these should be red flags moving forward, guys, there's a reason to this. Mm-hmm. You do something or you simply say, you know, I, I don't want to give away other other deadly terms but you know when she says that's okay she's thinking yeah i'm gonna figure out how it's not okay even though i'm saying it's okay so just be warned coming in at number four whatever a woman's way of calling you an idiot whatever 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 think about these are very ho-hum whatever things that i hear all the time by the way like these are terrible words whatever can you find better words please whatever what? Oh, you found the clip? Found it. 
All right, we're going to pause this countdown. Again, courtesy of Bobo. <laughs> you know how hard it was to find this? Oh, oh, yeah. I, on the countdown. I had to skip, uh, I had to skip through this is, like... All right, way back on, on Wednesday. On the countdown, we've already heard number five. That's okay. Number so four, see, it, whatever. Now we take a time out to go to see what's trending with Spot. <laughs> so it's a scene where he's at a, a department store and he goes and he like goes in to try on a suit, but there's already someone in the room. Uh, oh, okay. And it's, get, it's, just, 80s, just, it's 80s. It's 80s humor. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Set up. So yeah. watch the scene, and you'll see the payoff. Hello. Hello. Okay. Hold pass. He looks handsome with hair. How give you the room? <laughs> Are you a homo? Well, I'm a bobo. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> bobo, that was his name. Bobo Chan. Bobo Chan, raised by wolves. Wolves. And the whole the And he's whole trying point, to just acclimate. You know, he's in this Christopher Lloyd. Um, the whole point is that he was like left all this money in a will. And, but he was in the wild. So they had to bring him back and like kind of. To civilize him, so it's like so he could sign over the money to Christopher Lloyd. Like so it's like Mister, De- it's like Mister Deeds meets Encino Man. <laughs> it pretty much, yeah, just recycled ideas, man. Yeah, pretty so much. It was funny though back then. That scene is gold. Thanks, Brett. Gold, Way back baby. on Wednesday. Honestly, it's not how I pictured it at all. I, me I thought he was at an airport or something. I'm a bobo. Yeah, well, think and and I I always thought when you did that line, it was some like '80s like jerk off, like hey, what are you a homo? Like being negative. This guy was like a, a scared old ladies yeah. guy that just was using a politically incorrect term. I'm like, oh, what I do you want? You know? <laughs> I forgot. I thought I imagined an older guy turning around. I, I thought that Howie Mandel was like up close on like, like a I thought he was at an to airport like or something. Someone or like and the guy turns around like, what are you a homo? And he's like, no, I'm a he's bobo. In a changing room. I just haven't seen it in so long. But well, back to our countdown. Five deadly terms oh. used by women. The instructions here are to study this shit all day. Study this shit all day. Back to Spider Harrison. Hmm. Coming in at number three. Hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do not confuse this with permission. It's a dare. Go ahead. And don't even think about it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yo, you know what? I was thinking about. Going out this weekend with the guys. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, I don't know. There's, they want, no, I don't go, know where. Go ahead. Go ahead. Anything. Fuck. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. These are so commonly used in your relationship, and they really do say something because they're very wishy-washy, ho-hum sort of responses. Would you call me? That's okay. Would you call me a ho? Whatever. Whatever. Go ahead. It's not like what you really want to hear. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the guys are getting together this weekend. And, um, yeah, we're, we're probably going to go out. You know, the guy, who's going to be there? Oh, and then you mentioned, like, your friend that they hate and don't trust. Right? Oh, yeah, well, go ahead. Huh. When you really just want to hear a genuine, a like, genuine. oh, have a great time. That's awesome. You haven't caught up with your friends in a long time. You know, so beware of the go-ahead Trust me. It's not permission. It's I, a dare. I have been in relationships where I know that that's bullshit. Yeah. One thing I love about Sarah, but at the same time, I'm like, 
She, you don't want to be around me? But Sarah's oh, always like, go same. ahead. Sarah's always like, go ahead, have fun. I don't think Jordan cares where I'm at at all. Ever. If I didn't show up like, you know, home today, I don't think she'd even hit me up. What? If Jordan, I didn't Jordan, show up. I, Jordan, I didn't come home for two days. Right. Uh, she oh, would, I, she, know, she'd be like, was, she genuinely no, she would be like, say one of these words that I'm getting to. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Spot, I just Honestly, sent you something. I didn't even notice it. Just, Wait, you weren't here? Like, she would have been like, oh, that's why I was in a good mood. For I was doing my bags yeah. and like I got to watch what I wanted. And I it's me. I, I'm taking accountability. It's me. I'm, t- I'm tough to deal with sometimes. <laughs> Spot, there's, uh, I just assumed you were at work this whole time. There's a comedian that <laughs> I love because this guy is one of the most genuine dudes. He's more of an up and comer, but he's, he, he's, he's good. Eric Rivera. He was on our ESPN show a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. I, remember. I love Eric Rivera. He was on our, yeah, he's a good guy. He's, I, I DM him once in a while. Oh, he's really? always, yeah, he's always a, nice a great guy. Spot, I just sent you on our CNR text message. He does a whole bit about when your wife or girlfriend's like, yeah, go ahead. If you want to. Oh, really? No, if you want perfect, to. Perfect, perfect. Just, uh, oh, that goes I exactly guanto. with this conversation. So, yeah. I, yeah. I want to. I want to, yeah. Buddy man calls me. He says, hey, man, have an extra ticket to the game. Three rows behind home plate. Do you want to go? Yeah, no, sir, that's not the answer, no. Uh, if you're a married man, the correct answer is, hold on, let me check in with the ward, and I'll call you back in two minutes. I can't just say yes. <laughs> Every time. So I called my wife. I said, babe, my buddy has an extra ticket to the game. Three rows behind home plate. Can I go? This is what she tells me on the phone. If you want to go, go. Why? <laughs> Look at how uncomfortable all the men are right now. True. You're all staring at me like, don't fall for that one. <laughs> What's worse is the women are giggling because you use that on your man. You're evil. <laughs> yeah, why is this so universally like understood? Luckily, like you said, yeah. I don't deal with this anymore, but I have a a true understanding of all I mean, of these. My answers. ex, yes. your ex, I I can what I can make it? a list of women I know in my life that are the yeah, do what you want. Like these reindeer games, I'm, I can't do. Go ahead. It's number three. Do not confuse this with permission. It's a dare, and don't even think about it. Five deadly terms used by women. Coming in at number two. Man, this countdown's taking long. Nothing. Nothing. Means something, and you should be worried. <laughs> Nothing is Yeah. What's wrong? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing is something. Means something. You should be worried. And I think everybody knows the number one answer on the board. Write it down. Do you know? Don't say it. Write it down. Spot, do you know the number one most deadly term I used by a woman? I, I, Coming see. in at number one. Coming at number one <laughs> with a bullet. Oh, absolutely. I know the number one. Coming in with a bullet at number one. Memorial Day weekend. Spider Harrison with a why, why, I don't know. know what it is. So wait, the five go, deadly terms used by go, women. Go, just count them down real quick. Number five, you just joined us. <laughs> Number five, that's okay. okay. Number four, whatever. Right. Number three, go ahead. Uh-huh. Number two, nothing. Oh, I absolutely. By the way, one of my pet peeves is when Spider Harrison and other people recap. Be like, the last five. If you if you're just joining us, I never do that on any of my countdowns. I, I hate it. I fucking sometimes. hate it. And before I, that I, was I absolutely uh, know what number one is. But that's why I, I <laughs> screenshot this and I'm like, I got to talk about it because it's so true. But women don't realize it or what? I don't fucking get it. It's the weakest word of all words. Coming in at number one. Fine. Could've, could've this been. is the word fine. women use to penis. end an argument when she knows she is right. And you need to stop talking. Fine. 
Even a simple, hey, what's going on? How are you? Fine. Did you do the bonus? Fine? No, I, you end with the bonus. You don't. Oh, sorry. You know what I mean? Bonus, by the way. And I'll let Rich do his best by your Harrison for the bonus. The bonus is wow. <laughs> <laughs> bonus word wow. It's not a compliment. She's amazed. One person could be so clueless. Yeah. Five deadly by the way, times. This looks by like, where is this? Uh, is this Marshalls or like Home Goods? I'm going to buy know. this shit. But, dude, what is it with the number one answer, especially? Fine. Like I said, luckily I'm in a relationship where the first four. It's fine. I don't have to deal with. But the fine, I get as, let me give you an, an example. Way back mm -hmm. on a Wednesday, when I was a kid, right? And I did some stupid shit. And I've said this before, but it's so funny to me. Way back on a, wait, did you say way back on a Wednesday? Do you want me to play that clip again? Bobo? <laughs> no, no, no. I think we're good. Way back on a Wednesday, I would do some stupid shit. Sorry. Little kid shit, right? It's a stupid thing a little kid will do. Uh, draw, draw on... Furniture. Right, okay. uh, right fart on the wall. Right fart on the wall. My mom would be like, Steven, why did you, did you do that? And I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> why did you do that? Because, right? And my mom would be like, because why? Because. And, and it was something in my brain that didn't register. Oh, you were annoying because, kid? And I was like, because. Because why, Steven? Because. But in my mind, that answer was so suffice. Like, what don't you understand about because? because. Makes perfect sense <laughs> to me as a kid. Because. And it's like, you know how the little kid so frustratedly says, happy penis. Yeah. I would get to the point where I would be like, because. The answer is because. And I'd be so frustrated. Happy penis. Because I didn't have a better answer. Happy penis. I feel like women have in their brain the inability to understand that fine is not a suffice answer. Just like because is not a suffice answer. Fine is the weakest response to everything. Hate it. It's my pet peeve. Hated it. The end. That's our <laughs> Memorial Day countdown. You know, I got a lot of personal feedback the other day about something that you guys didn't really react to much, but I got a lot of people DMing me. And in fact, two of our like really close buddies told me when you brought this clip up, Nothing hit home quite like this. And Spot, I resent it to you on our Kavino and Rich text message. It was that woman that talks about guys not really opening up. Would you rather be DM'd or DP'd? Well, depends. Are they women or men? Depends. Is it the <laughs> early 2000s? Is it the early? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to be DP'd? I mean, that could mean a lot of things. That could be the greatest day of your life or a really bad moment. <laughs> Right, this woman. Yeah, this woman. Uh, like I said, a lot of people hit me up saying like, yo, you guys brushed over this, but this hit home so hard for a lot of people. Men don't voice their feelings because half the time they end up upsetting their woman when they do. And then they have to console her about how his feelings made her feel. Men don't voice their feelings because half the time they well, end up upsetting again, their woman when I they can do. Relate to but I don't, I don't deal with anymore. So it's mm -hmm. kind of like a, you know, an old sort of feeling I, that is relatable. I agree, I like, but I don't, I don't deal with that. I feel like I want to let you behind the velvet rope. Oh, you're really not on the moon? It's my life. Um, recently, Kristen and I have been having very open dialogues between the two of us. Very open. Where nothing is off the table and we can express our feelings. Open. And like, like blatantly open? Like, yes. hey. 
What's up, babe? Well, <laughs> like, you need to shave your balls more. Like, like just straight up, like, I blatant mean, more, stuff. More emotional than Oh, more emotional than physical. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but just about our, our life and our relationship and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it hurts <clears throat> sometimes. But when it's going both ways, you need to get it out there, address it, process it, and move on. So it's not just being kept inside and it's not one-sided. It's not like I'm saying things to her and I'm just chewing it back and being like, or I'm saying things to her and she's like, fine. We're both bringing it out in the open. And at first it's very awkward and it's very uncomfortable. But as time goes on, then you realize I am, I have a platform now to say anything I want and I am comfortable even more so express without myself. getting too personal can you give us one thing she said or you said just to be, to just make it make sense how, just about how like we maybe how like we treat each other how about sometimes like I, christian know. i didn't like when yesterday you did yeah, this like, so, like, like sometimes i expect things but like she doesn't get them in return you know like uh or sometimes i can be a little bit very like condescending in ways i say things you it's shocking right weird very shocking shocking spot's uh, wife thinks that he could be condescending sometimes well, if he yells at her the way he yells at us I, i'm surprised he's not divorced yeah. sometimes i'm you know i can be a little bit uh chauvinistic and you know play on that male female dynamic so some you know certain things and she says things to me and hey open dialogue is always helpful because, because i'm allowed to express myself she's allowed to express herself yeah, but here's the problem and i feel like i feel put, like you have to put your egos aside in this situation and i'm yeah. not saying it's, i'm not saying this is a good thing for everyone because i don't think everyone is you're not emotionally mature enough for this kind of thing I, I don't i think you are not good at receiving criticism from you because it comes from a place where you do you know how i just said to uh, about Kristen and i yeah, yeah. How we can both say it. I think you... If I say things to you, you fr you don't want to hear it. But if you say things to me, I'm no, just I, supposed I, to take it. I take criticism from anyone. But you... you I feel like you get very you snippy. I feel, like, I feel like if, if Kristen said to you, you know, Christian, you, don't think you didn't do... I feel like you would get spiteful and like defensive. You don't... Because you don't think that... You think you're infallible and you don't think that I... And you think that I should do everything wrong. I don't think you do everything wrong. What when when do I not listen to you? I don't I don't uh I don't get I don't get weird about when you give advice or criticism. Sometimes I do. Spot hates criticism. Yeah, I agree with EJ. You, I, I'm surprised this works for that's you and your wife because you are. I, and that's something I'm working on. But it's, yeah. it has to be mutual. I'm trying to be, and it has to be to my face. I'm trying to be empathetic, and not more. clandestine. I'm trying to be empathetic more because I constantly try to find solutions when solutions are not what women look for. That's I a fact. And you're going to feel the I, same way. You're going to have the same with feelings my daughter. with your kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had this conversation I, with was Melody. I'm Sarah, like, Melody, I know you're just talking, but shit. What was it? I almost want to ask her. Sarah and I had this just the other day where she got all upset. I'm like, what? I'm giving you salute. Like, if you don't want solutions, I know you want me to just listen. But how? you know how hard it is to listen to someone vent about something where I'm like, here's how to fix it but you don't want to hear that you just want me to be like yeah baby mm -hmm. i i love you like come on what no it's good to have spot i mean it's, it's good to have open dialogue i mean uh jordan brought something we, up to the table the other day like i had no idea like there's something i say every once in a while and that i thought i said playfully or whatever and it bothered her and it bothers her and, and i was like i had no idea i had no clue 
right? That, oh, wait, you take that serious? I'm sorry. I won't do it again. It's as simple of as simple as right. you know addressing it and, you, and making those corrections. You get it out there, you, you address apologize. it. Yeah. And sometimes you don't even know and until it's say, brought to your attention. And you say, I'll work on it moving forward. It's not gonna be an, yeah. it's not gonna be a cold turkey overnight kind of thing. But I also think women don't think I think women and this is again, I'm painting with a very broad brush here, broad strokes. You're a painter now? I'm a painter. Like Steve. What's up, Steve? If you painted, would you wear a beret? I feel like you would. Yeah, of course. No. Go on all, all I feel like you would wear a beret and be like no, you'd have, would you have an easel or like a, yeah, um, yeah like a Bob Ross, like a little uh, pallet thing? Would you hold that? At home, drawn pictures of mountaintops. Yeah. Oh, you want a drum for us? You, you know what Bob Ross says? Bob Ross says, that motherfucker spin. So, painting Bob, in broad Bob strokes. Ross never drew a sun, though. A lemon yellow sun. Oh, he, he never did? He, he made, Ever? He made light. But he yeah. drew pictures of mountaintops. Yeah, he had all mountaintops. Motherfucker spitting. I feel like women. He's shopping. I don't. I'm not saying they don't care about men's feelings. I don't. But I, because I think they don't acknowledge that we have feelings. And if you do have feelings, like you're a man, deal with it. Men like they're also too. conditioned. You know how we're conditioned. May they're I also conditioned to believe and think that your feelings don't matter. God damn it. Therefore, like, you don't have them and be a man and deal with them. It's like, yo, yeah. man, men have feelings too. May I share mine with you? But your feelings are irrelevant. For this occasion, it's called men. Deal with them. Men have feelings too. May I share mine with you? Uh, lift my thought. Do we remember why they're scratching themselves I, again? I, I said poison ivy, probably right. I wanted to know why they were in their underwear. Deja vu. Deja vu. You know what's um, funny and full circle yeah. about that whole moment is I was so team Beavis and Butthead, but now I'm kind of feeling what that guy was talking about. Yeah, they're immature. <laughs> yeah. like and that guy's got it right. But again, it's conditioning. It's like we've been conditioned as men to hold our feelings in and be a man. Stop crying, you little bitch boy. You know, put your big boy pants on, be a man, don't have feelings. We're conditioned, right? But then when we're faced with feelings, you know, women also are like, yeah, I, I know you got feelings because you're a human. Yeah. Yeah, I know you got feelings, but they're also conditioned to think, but your feelings don't matter because you're a man, deal with it. And it's like, you know, my feelings matter a lot. Like, a lot. <laughs> Just as much as yours. I think that's part of an issue too. Both an open dialogue spot. I think it, it makes you it makes you better. Like now you know something that bothers Jordan. You're gonna remove that from the equation. Mm. She'll get bothered less. Yeah. And then it'll it'll make Especially her Especially for some shit you didn't know. Right. Like, oh that's like, the it's thing. Like, it was the equivalent of Rich saying, like if I say whatever, bozo. All right, buffoon, or like playfully, like like how could you oh like so many things. I didn't know come, that bothered you so, so much. Many, so many things have come up, and I'm not going to get into them. But so many things have come up that, like, I'm like, why haven't you said this? Why are you letting this bother you, and then taking it out in other ways because it bubbles well, up in other yeah. ways? You know, Spotty Boy, like, me doing this is not what I did in response. Well, you know what? It'll never get me to listen to a woman, and luckily my wife doesn't do this when, when a woman claps fine. along. When no, when a woman claps along to the syllables of what she's saying, mm. lived it. 
You need to stop doing it. When anytime a woman claps along to what she's saying, I immediately like, la, 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 la. Like, I'm like. <laughs> so if you don't want me to listen. she does the Bill Clinton fist? I don't, or the John McCain thumb. I'm fine with that. I just don't want. The, the Bob Dole. I Bob Dole. just do not. This is a message. I know we have a lot of women that listen. Let me tell you right now. Never talk to your man in a condescending way and clap to your syllables. I promise you, yes. no matter, you could be saying the greatest thing in the world and he hates you in that moment. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stop giving me PTSD right now. <laughs> That's why you have to work. You have to work past and have oh. an open dialogue. Interesting. All right. Say so, hey, it all stemmed from the five deadly terms used yeah. by women. All right. Well, spot. I sent you to, to wrap this up in a nice little bow. I sent you a meme that goes along memes. that goes along with what men are feeling on the inside and outside. And it is interesting because there are times where that that's one of the few things I deal with where I'll, I'll say how I'm feeling about something and Sarah will get all like upset about it. I'm like, well then if you don't want me to tell you how I'm feeling about this, then you can't tell, you can't say, tell me how you're feeling. And then when you tell me how you're feeling, get defensive or upset about it. You can't. I can't be like Spot. What's really bugging you? Then if Spot's like, well, when you guys do this, like that, we have to hear him out. Like that's the whole point. If you want someone to open up, you need to hear them out. Um, I agree with Andrew Hart. Syllable clapping is the trashiest, trashiest shit a woman could do. <laughs> I agree. Stop fucking doing that. Well, now we know what Sarah does. <laughs> no, Sarah's never done it. Oh, okay. I have lived it. I lived it. Carrie's right. It's probably because we weren't listening in the first place. I mean, probably right. Um, I mean, she's probably right. I mean, she's definitely right. Throw that meme up there, buddy boy, and we'll uh, we'll move on I mean, to some more lighthearted right. fun stuff. We'll talk about uh, buttholes and Bartolo Colon. Dad on the outside, I'm fine. Dad on the inside, feelings of failure, money worries, inadequate. I don't do enough. I need to do more. I'm burned out. Need to set a better example. I'm confused. Like. Dads are going through. Well, this can't dad, be, this can't be Cavino because there's no like sweet pomp on it. Especially when there's a lot of dads that are, whether they're paying child support or they're the breadwinner or whatever it is, and you're and you're shuffling jobs. Way, and this. that said nothing about like concerned about my kid or yeah. you know am I failing my child? You know, throw that into the mix. Am I being a good parent? All these concerns that. A man has constantly, you know, we've touched on this in the past, but men have feelings too. May I uh, share mine with thought. you? Yeah, like his feelings are lame. <laughs> this guy gets no pussy. Oh, there's an answer, by the way, as to why Beavis and Butthead are scratching themselves. We had the final I'm answer. I'm almost positive it was, it was they were, poison ivy. They were wrestling on a boat, fell off, and then pooped in poison ivy and wiped their butt with, <laughs> with poison ivy. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I love those so, guys. All right. All right. So uh, another story. Want another, another story or you got some? No, oh, you, I don't. No, you said you had something that went along yeah, with... I do. Okay, I, do. Right. I do. You brought up Howie Mandel yeah, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not a homo. I'm a bobo. I'm a bobo. The same way this is, this is a little throwback way back Wednesday conversation. So put on your thinking cap, which would be a beret if you were painting a Yankee hat, if you were uh, chilling or a, uh, or a group if you were going to a fancy event, I know your hat styles 
or sombrero if you really wanted to lean into your heritage. So you brought up Howie Mandel, who you said it weeks ago. You're so right on bullshit. He is lightning fast, lightning fast and smart and quick. And I love him. And he's a great host. And my dad made a great point, though. My dad goes, I love Howie Mandel. But he goes, you notice that show just has shitty questions. And I go, you yes. know what? I go, you're, you're so right, dad, because my dad loves game shows. Yeah, I and, agree. And he goes, I love Howie Mandel, but I got to be honest. The reason I love Millionaire and some of these other shows are because the, the questions are like, oh, do I know that? He said the questions on bullshit. But it has to be strategic because. No, because because they're, they're uninteresting, bad trivia questions. Maybe uninteresting, but they have to be a specific type of question. That makes you wonder, could this person know it? Yeah, because I don't know the answer to that. Could they know? Yeah, it's got to be designed that way. But, but well, he made a great he's point. Right. He I, tried that too. I, I know. I was like, yeah, these questions are like bunk you know, trivia. You know how many times I, again, it's on Netflix. Harry Mandel's the host. Bullshit. Yeah. I paused it so many times, looked at Jordan's and said, how in the world would anybody know the answer to that? Yeah, they, but they're, they, they're not even like good special interest right. questions. A lot of them are like, so far off. The, my, my dad's That's right sure. about There's that. There's another way to do it, right? Yeah. Where you could actually feel like, oh, I didn't know that. Like most of them you don't even care. About. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Good point. I noticed it. Some painter I don't know painted spiders, bats, this or that. Like, <laughs> right. Right. Okay. So a lot of painter shout outs today. I know. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Miss Lippy. <laughs> shout out to Miss Lippy. Shout out to the finger paintings in uh, Happy Gilmore. I heard they suck. <laughs> So you brought up Howie Mandel. I'm a bobo. There's a whole generation of people that don't know Howie Mandel with an afro, with hair. Yeah. Stand-up comedy. To me, as a kid, him and Jeff Goldblum were the same guy. As a kid. You know how as a kid you're just so dumb? Yeah, like Nick Nolte and... Uh, yeah. I and thought Patrick was, Swayze and Kurt Russell were the same guy. Yeah, like Nick Nolte first and uh, Gary Busey, the same guy in my mind. <laughs> Still, that's the problem. Yeah. Right. He looked like Jeff Goldblum to me. I Howie mean, Mandel, oh yeah, I, I mean, even I didn't really know him as a actor, stand-up comic, sketch comedy guy. Like, he used to wear like suspenders. Now, now he's like fashionable, old, shaved-head, germaphobe host. Like, his, his different identity. His... Bomber jacket game is superior. Yeah. Yeah, you might know him as the voice of Bobby's World. That might be your only reference to... Or or Scooter. Howie Mantel. So, it got me thinking, because Drew Carey celebrated a birthday the other day. And I got thinking that kids aren't really watching prices right when they're homesick from school the way we did because there's so many options now they're probably just streaming whatever they want to watch or playing on tiktok when they're sick mm -hmm. but he's been doing the prices right for almost 20 years now that's crazy so there's a whole generation of people that don't even get a bob barker reference like that's an old reference how now. long has he been doing it since the mid 2000s wow so we're coming up, it's like more than like you know yeah. So Drew Carey is the host of The Price is Right. This is not like, yeah, you know, the, you know Drew Carey's like, uh, come on. Is that it? Is that Price is Right? Or am I doing Family Feud? Doing Family Feud. I like both songs. There it is. But Price is that a Merv Griffin Enterprise? It is. Uh, that's, that's the guy, Merv Griffin. 
Griffin or Griffin? Griffin. 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 The Price is Right doesn't have the same I'm home from school sick appeal. But you know what it also isn't? A show hosted by Bob Barker for the last almost 20 years. So a reference that you would make to Bob Barker. Well, we said this the other day. When we played a clip, we played a clip not too long ago of Bob Barker. And we heard his voice and his soothing old guy delivery felt so comforting. Like, oh, yeah. Ah. This is Family, family Feud. Feud. Yes. I miss Rod Roddy. That's really what it comes down to. Rod Roddy. Rod Roddy hasn't done it in 20 years and he's passed away. Yeah, he died. So. Wait, Bob Barker's still kicking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus. Man. I saw him Knock on that on documentary. Wood, bro. I saw that on the documentary. So, Man. I'm just saying, what references that you would make are so old, but you don't even realize it? The other day, I'm on a little text message group with The Pulse, and people on that channel are even a little older than me. So, someone made a joke about comedies, and they made like... Like Ron Ross, who's a great guy, made like a Spaceballs and Animal House reference. Oh, and I'm like, Spaceballs. But in my mind, I'm like, yeah, those are like 40, 50 old references. This is, <laughs> like, this is are, I mean, Spaceballs was an 80s movie. <laughs> I know, but it's a four, almost it, a 40 year old reference. Was it like, uh, I'm surrounded by assholes? If that reference was a person, it'd be married with grown up kids and maybe divorced Keep by now. Firing yeah. assholes. That reference is totally great. When we're watching and really enjoying. That reference has a great pube, at least by now. Oh. I saw a girl. I was trimming up my, I was trimming up my body about, hair. Is that is that a about like is that a weird statement to make? I was trimming up my body hair. You know, when you do a little trim up. I was trimming up, and I'm like, do I have a great chest hair? Oh my, I had a great oh, chest oh, hair. It's all downhill from there. I was there, like, bro. Jesus. Oh boy. By the way, Spaceballs I don't shave my out, chest. I trim Spaceballs up. came out in '87, and most of our references come from Karate Kid, Back to the Future, and Rocky, which came out from late '70s. Well, I, I get it, but that's a little different. Just saying, you just so, were you just weren't Mel Brooks fans. That's so if someone point. goes, "They plane, they plane," that's a good one, Paul. The plane, the plane is a fucking Fantasy Island forty-year-old reference. That would be like, I, I think about this because now, now my mind's going all over the place. I'm in the car yesterday, and I'm hearing Blues Traveler. Hook, which is one of my favorite songs. Spock, can you hit me up with a little hook by Blues Traveler? He shouts out Rin Tin Tin in that song. I know that. Suck it in, suck Rin Tin Tin or Ribbelin? Anne Boleyn, I think he says. Ribbelin? Yeah. You mean Anne Boleyn? No. Rin Tin Tin or Ribbelin? I'm like, what's Ribbelin? Anne Boleyn, bro. Anne Boleyn. No, Ribbelin. No. Ribbelin. It's, it's a supplement. Are you kidding? Yeah. Rin Tin Tin or Ribbelin? I know. just learned something new. How I exciting. Know. I know he said it's Rin Tin Tin and Anne Boleyn. See, we can learn something new every day. I was laughing yesterday because I was playing a little Billy Joel mix and I remembered one of my most misheard lyrics that I didn't realize until like five years ago. You what you're trying to find the ribbon? It's after this. Yeah, here we go. Great harmonica solo. God, this goes on forever. Rin Tin Tin Ribbelin. Anne Boleyn. Who's the actress that played Anne Boleyn? She was, she was a looker. She was Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. What's her name? Uh, I forget. Natalie Dormer? Yeah. She was cute. Something yeah. different about her. Rin Tin Tin Ribbelin. She was pretty in a weird way like the girl from Queen's Gambit. Yes. Right? Like, not conventionally... Pretty, but there's something really pretty about her. I agree. I agree. 
Spot, what's what is thirty years? Spot, what's thirty years before you were born? Uh, so I was born in eighty, so nineteen fifty. <laughs> so Emmy, when like my three sons, when, when my I'm, <laughs> th- this ties together, just so you don't think I'm like losing my mind. Emmy in Texas discovered the harmonica, so like it's cute, annoying, and fun all at the same time because she's like, you know, going at it with on her little harmonica. Did she just breathe in and out like I used to do? Yeah, but she's starting to actually have fun with it. And it's like, oh, it doesn't sound that bad. So when I was cleaning here, I found my John Popper, the the harmonica John Popper gave me. Why don't you go get it? All right. Show and tell. No, he threw it out. No, I got mine too. True story. I have two harmonicas. I was obsessed with Alvin and the Chipmunks. True story. And there's a story in one of the Christmas albums. I loved Alvin and the Chipmunks way back on a Wednesday. I had all their albums. Chipmunk Punk is one of my favorite albums of all time. In I'll fact, fit. that's my answer. People ask me all the time, what's your favorite album? I'm like, well, I like the Toadies, Nevermind, Nirvana, Chipmunk Punk, Alvin and the Chipmunks. And one of the stories was he always wanted the Echo Golden Harmonica. But my uncle didn't buy me that, but he bought me an Echo Harmonica that I still have because he always had one. I wanted one. And I have that one, and I have the one that John Popper gave me and Rich. And I have, one too. I have it till this day. But let me explain what John Popper has. He has a carrying case, right? I could play something on that if you want me to. John Popper came in with a little briefcase of harmonicas. In every key. In every key. That's exactly what I was going to say. So he had a harmonica in every yeah. key and probably gave us the ones he didn't use that often. So He gave us one each. So he, he gave me a harmonica and I said, oh, how cool. I put it on Emmy's desk and I said, Emmy, when you get home, daddy has a special harmonica that a famous harmonica player gave him. And I'm thinking, not that she'll care. Billy Joel. Small but, fish. Yours but, says small but, fish. That's weird because mine says, says big fish. Yours says, no, yours says bulger fish. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's really weird. So, small fish. So mine says monster when fish. When Emmy gets Does home, yeah. mine says megalodon. She'll have, a, she'll have a little harmonica. But my thought is, me giving her a John Popper harmonica would be like someone giving me a guitar from like a 1950s guy. By the way, or something like so out. Like John Popper is such an old Reference now. Since we're in a blues uh, traveler, that's nineteen early nineties. Since we're in a way back Wednesday mood, may I? Yeah. Yeah. Whistle along something. I'm like this motherfucker. You can't even whistle. Pardon the audio. Motherfucker spitting. Do you still know this, or were you improv in that day? We play this every night. Can can you give a little of this solo? It'll be a little different. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I will say my daughter won't give a shit. I don't expect her to, but it made me realize it's not like I'm giving her uh, Olivia Rodrigo's uh, piano. Here's John Popper's harmonica. (laughs) 
Why don't you? Why don't you uh, get you know, the little headset you know and was? play the piano at the same time? It is. Piano man, bro. Yeah. But in a no different one, key. Is no one going to acknowledge that you both just wrapped your mouth around the same harmonica? I wiped it off. Yeah, it was super with gay. my with my chonies. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Emmy, you, you guys, no, no, you guys just made ben, out. Ben rubbed his boogers. Kissed each other. Ben, I, you guys just went like this. I, <laughs> I, I didn't want to tell him, but I have a little bar trick where I actually put the harmonica through my asshole. <laughs> and you're like, is someone, is someone playing harmonica? Is oh wait, hold on. Uh, bar trick. Sorry, Kavino. <laughs> Thank you, John Popper. Where is that coming from? Uh, By the way, if you didn't know, that was a little Billy Joel, that? but you're coming at number one. Oh, Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Um, but yeah, I was going to say, what are the references? Let's name a few more and then we'll move on. I thought about this one. People often say, I'm going to rec- I'm going to record. I'm going to tape that. It's yeah. Like, what are you taping? What are you taping? You ain't taping That's shit. a very common one because yeah. it dates you. Yeah. Little kid will never say, yeah, did you tape it, dad? Like, it's like, we say that. We've discussed recently, like. When you uh, s- uh, sign that you're on the phone, it was the, always this. Oh, yeah. I saw, I saw kids, a comedian do this. Kids do this now. Who was it? Some some comic this. did it, and I was like, "Ooh, they changed their relevant reference because it was someone older." And they were like, "It might have been Chappelle." Like, "Yes, hello, I'm on the phone." Like, "I'm on the phone." Is your hand now? It's not this. this. Yeah. So this is only Cowabunga. Now it's only Cowabunga. Hang Cowabunga loose. and rock on. It's only hang loose. Yeah, that goes back way back on a Wednesday. I saw a girl out of traffic light. That I had the hots for. That's an old guy reference. Had the hots for, right? And I saw her at a traffic light and I was like, call. I gave her the, the, the call, hang loose. Like, call the me. Call me the cowabunga. And I was like, ah. Oh. And then I saw her like, you know, a few months later. I was like, ah, oh, last time I saw you was at the traffic light. She's like, I said, I told you to call me. She's like, oh, I thought you were doing like, like hang loose. Yeah, just like, uh, <laughs> swear to God. I was like, what? Si- did, speaking of uh, cars, windows. Didn't Seinfeld do the window thing? Uh, that was Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, was it? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. she goes, you roll down the window. Like, Ellen's whole thing is, what are you supposed to, what are you supposed to do? That was Ellen. Yeah, right. roll down the window is an old Alan, one. before we all knew um, she was a- But I guess there's one more that I wanted to bring up too, because we're really enjoying, lately we've really been enjoying David Letterman, my next guest needs no introduction. And we grew up in a time where Leno was mainstream middle America, Letterman was the sarcastic, funny New York guy. Um, Conan started to emerge, but our parents were all about Johnny Carson. I was so more of a Carcinio guy. Arsenio Hall had no, his Carcinio, moment. Carcinio. 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 No, but our, our parents. I don't think you know my Carcinio reference. You made that joke. To be honest. Off. You what? made that joke. Do you know off. Carcinio? Yes. No. Carcinio Rich. is uh, uh, SNL bit. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Dana Carvey. I didn't yeah, mean Dana to put Carvey, you on the spot. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to show no, you. Yeah. No, it was uh, Dana yeah. Carvey. You made he did joke. Carson and Arsenio together. Yeah. But, but he had, the, he had yeah. Shani Carson with the flat top. Yeah. You made that joke on Fox Sports Radio. It didn't land, so you tried to land it here. Yeah. I, I, Carcinio. It's not working. I went for it. No, but we live in a world now where you say late night TV. It's not as relevant, but it's the world of Jimmy's. Fallon, Kimmel, Corden. Like it was. It, Jimmy in Texas. There's. There hasn't, There's no many, kid. there hasn't been this many Jimmys around Rich since the early 2000s. Exactly. <laughs> Good one. To me, and by the way, I agree with Kerry Kuhneman. The Billie Eilish one might have been one of my favorites, if not my favorite. I thought their little cute camaraderie, Billie Eilish and David Letterman, like she enjoyed, they enjoyed each other's company. They genuinely I mean, did. He was gushing about how much he admired her. Admired just the, the, the process family and, and being there yeah. and. That he felt all warm at yeah. their home, but it, it's a great show. But it made me realize that younger kids, you you brought this up the other day that they're like, do they connect with Letterman? And I said Jordan said anyone her age would not know who the fuck that old guy was. 
with the beard, how he looks now and shit. Uh, but and like, in really? my mind, he's a fucking legend. Late night TV sort of died down after Letterman and Leno because when all the Jimmies took over, social media sort of also came about, you know? Yeah. So when you say late night TV, like Letterman Leno is like a 15 year old reference now. I'll give you an old one Saturday morning cartoons. Any reference to Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. I'm sure a kid would be like, what do you mean Saturday morning cartoons? Cartoons good, are on good one, all the know. time. That's a good one. Whenever I want them. After these messages, oh. we'll be right back. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to be all over the place, but I do. Who cares? I touched on it this week on my podcast with Nicole. I found an article I thought you'd find interesting. I touched on it a lot this weekend. <laughs> Did your wife talk to you about it, Kristen? No, she wasn't here. <laughs> um. There is something called free range parenting. Um, what's that mean? It's sort of how you and I were raised our whole lives, but seems foreign now. And it's just, it was a good article. Nicole and I talked about it and it, it has to do with, are you shamed if you parent the way previous generations did? Like the idea of, Hey, it's not a bad thing in 2022 to let your kid go walk to school or hey here's a couple bucks go get a sandwich or go to the I pizzeria you see that story here in la 16 year old kid was attacked by girl attacked by three men it's fucking terrible but you would go out she's and, like, she, you, she, and then she spoke she's like i never want to walk home from school again you i but i thought about it because i used to carry my corny saxophone case home i mean who wants a piece of that nobody no, but what i'm saying is you remember having a trumpet case right yeah. I, I was in fourth grade well that's uh that's that's like potential kidnapping. That's kidnapping repellent. No one wants the sax kid. No, no one wants the sax kid. Trumpet, we had to worry. I was always worried. As so when you kid. walked home, did you keep it in the case or did you play your tuba as you walked? Boom, 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 boom. No, I, I played trumpet rich, but someone walked behind me playing the tuba. Oh, okay. Um, my my boom, thought boom, is boom, 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 boom. A, lot of, a lot has changed. That, like references that we think are normal, whether it be late night TV or Bob Barker on the Price is Right or any Adam Sandler re quote you make. This shit's all like 20, 30 year old references. Combine now. the two. Seinfeld. The price is wrong, bitch. Every Seinfeld, every Seinfeld episode that we reference is a fucking 30 year old episode. Oh, yeah. So I'm just saying the article I saw was interesting and it had to do with free range parenting and is could it make a comeback because we forget that like our parents use their arm as our car seat or as their as our seatbelt. we were like if your parents ran in to get cigarettes or the store they left you in the car now if i run in to go get my mobile order of coffee but what? like i'm like i'm like emmy dad will be back in 30 seconds i'm gonna lock the door and all right i see my coffee yeah. it's ready <gasps> do kids but do kids, you know like, do kids today kids yeah. today or do they reference, or have we not seen that yet? Like, what, what's referenced now that's, like, recent? Like, Bazinga? <laughs> like, I'm trying Bazinga. to think. I'm, like, trying to think what. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I love on TikTok when they're, like, this is for the older people on TikTok. Like, as if you were, if you were born after 1999. Like, yeah. like, what they think is old is funny. So. And you have the people born in, like, the 80s with, like. I, I do wonder if free-range parenting will make a comeback. What does that mean exactly, though? 
free range. Paul, look it up. Just look up free range parenting. It was in the, uh, I believe, the New York Times. I can't imagine it will. The Daily News. When you feel like everything's so unsafe. Yeah, burning a CD. Yeah, yeah, burning a CD, waiting for your favorite song on the radio. Those are all very outdated references. My kids, my kids can't understand the concept of commercials. Like when the little ad things pop up on YouTube videos they're watching, Emmy's like, it's broken. Ah, like I'm like, Emmy. She's allergic to like, commercials. She's like, something's wrong. I'm like, Emmy, it's a commercial. You got to wait 30 seconds. What? Like what? I'm like, you're going to be all right. You're fine. Watch it. Let's see. You said it was recent and. Yeah, just search. Just Post? search free range parenting. It might've been in the New York times, USA today, New York post. Like it was in like a, a, a major publication. I, I want to just get the one up. Yeah. Free range parenting. Oh, coming up a great debate, a debate that's happening in our world as we speak, but it's a funny one. Magazine game. Like if you reference magazines, what's the magazine dad? Yeah. Or reading like the local. <laughs> yeah. Reading the local newspaper. Like I remember it wasn't, it was in our, it was in the span of our show that I used to buy the New York post every day. I know. No, early on, like yeah. on my way to work, it was 50 cents or a quarter. I would buy the New York post on my way up to Sirius XM. I'd be like, oh, let me grab a copy of the post and skim through it. I still did that in the two thousands. I was explaining to Melody what instant messenger was the other day. Like the original, like the, uh, Melody, this is how, this is like the OG days of texting essentially. Mm-hmm. Is free-range parenting safe? Experts weigh in on the parenting style that encourages independence. It starts by in the article. It talks safe? about it. Talks about a woman. No. Talks about a woman who was was shamed because she let her nine-year-old ride the New York City subway alone. And I'm thinking to myself, I, I when I was ten, I walked home. When I was it's nine or ten, I walked home world, from school. Bro. Is it a different world? Or are we just Hardison's not there anymore. It's a different world. So when are you going to be okay with Melody just going out by herself? Never. I mean, when she's fourteen, maybe she could be in the mall with groups of friends. They're talking alone. There's a difference. I was alone in the you you weren't alone in the mall. You weren't alone in the mall until you were fourteen. Alone, you're gonna let your daughter alone by herself? Go ahead, go to the mall with her friends. Well, that's what I said. Yeah, but but the friends like at this age, right? Like Melody could go to the mall with her friends, right? I'd be okay with her mom. It's a great concept, but not to bring it full circle. It goes back to what we were discussing earlier in the show, and not to bring that back up again, but. Like you said, Steve, this, the mental health of, of children is much different today. So when we were younger, this made sense. But the world is not set up for this type of parenting anymore. It isn't. It, it's, and, and maybe like there can be a, a gradual correction towards this. But right now, you can't just cold turkey jump into letting your kids run amok. But I don't want to pull up the story. But I mean, my ex just sent me this story. This week, it was a girl. She was in Long Beach, though. Three men were following her. She's just walking home from school. She was brutally attacked, and now she's traumatized. Shit happens all this. Creeps everywhere, bro. Yeah, but that's, I mean, you, you never heard that story 30 years ago because you weren't on social media and you weren't sharing articles with friends. You, sure you we read did. The, we were all aware of the, the van. How frightened were we of vans? Yeah, but you still walked home oh, from school. You strangers. You still walked she, home from the, school. the video of the girl running frantically to her mom. Uh, but you see the the cuts and bruises, and they try to they rip their clothes off and everything. Tell to her about the terrifying moments. 
This is the cry of a 16-year-old running towards her mom after she was attacked. I noticed a black car to the window was right behind me, and a guy was following me, too. Raviella was walking back from Jordan High to meet her siblings and her mother to get picked up when everything changed. He threw me onto the ground. You can't see it I there. Feel pretty hard. They on my show back. the pictures. It's bad. Well, point is, oh, that I doesn't mean anyway. There's there's one guy attacked. There's always, there's always two guys. But still, so why been. would you? You're you're comfortable letting your little daughter walk? It's not the same way. Like Jordan talks about it. I'm like, yeah, you grew up in Idaho. You know. It's, so what it's, are you gonna do? Like, you gonna helicopter it's a world? You gotta you gotta figure it out. I mean, what am I gonna do? My and, best. And to I answer mean, we'll the question, this is uh, this is an article from yesterday. It okay. wasn't. It's not an old article. Not to be insensitive, but Jaisha Patel can get it. Is that the uh, news that lady? The news lady. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the article does go on to say there's nothing wrong with being like, hey, you want to go Jaisha walk Patel. into town or up the block to go get pizza or a sandwich or something? Like, it's all relative. What town are you living in? Well, I mean, you, know? you live in you live in a very nice area. Oh, we live in the ghetto. You got your head up your asshole with that. So there's homeless people and drug addicts everywhere. Crime every fucking yeah. minute in Los Angeles. I live in the nicer part of it, but it doesn't mean it. you don't just within, not gunshots you think every it's, night. Oh, you think it's unsafe to walk around Sherman Oaks, California? Within walking, yeah. within walking At distance? At night, yes. There's assaults. Well, yeah. not, oh, I mean, I mean where I saw a dead guy uh, on our way home from well, Fox Sports Radio. You saw a dead guy? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, two weekends ago. Two weekends ago. Laying in the street. Right yes. They were fucking covered by covering them. At the what happened stop. to him? Um, I don't know. Probably fucking got shot. I don't know. We don't know. A shot? Uh, but they're, I'm constantly like, don't download the Citizens app. Granted, around here, I don't think it's as bad, but like. Of course, it's not uh, as over, bad here as in East LA or fucking by Skid Row, but it's bad. There's hot spots like the, the corner where that uh, In-N-Out burger is. There's constantly alerts over from over there. Man. Constantly. Um, Shit's yeah, on I, fire. I would say power in numbers. It's like that old spaghetti analogy. Like one little spaghetti snaps really easily. Bundle of them, stronger. Just a stick analogy. Power in numbers, man. You know, if they're with their friends, I'm cool with that. Alone, I don't know, man. It's a little risky now. nowadays. It's just a different world we live in. Dang. All right, so fun, another fun debate to have. I saw this too and thought the same shit and I'm so glad that's always the fun part of it. When you're on it in the beginning, you see something on TV and you notice something and then you go to Twitter and you realize, Oh, everybody noticed that. Oh, shit. good. I'm not the only one. Yeah. Good. Oh, cool. I was watching the Yankee game the other day. No shit. Always my favorite thing to do. And they showed a clip of Aaron judge. Who's on fire. Whole other side note. Guys just killing it. They show him in the dugout, and he's holding a water bottle like this. See my little hamburger hands holding this bottle? Yeah. See? And he's oh, like, look at his little hamburger hands. My little cute little hands. Oh, those are so cute. These, look, yeah, these, these are cute, proper use of the term. Yeah, should be a hand cute. model. Right? I saw Aaron Judge swigging back on a Poland spring bottle, and I was like, look at this mammoth and the debate began because he's so big and his hands are so giant i'm a he, giant kate people no, are confused as to whether or not he's holding a regular size bottle or one of those mini size it has bottles. to be a mini bottle i looked at this bottle and it did not look like the mini bottle it has to be a mini bottle yo spot 
No, this I know. It's like an well. illusion. You know how big Aaron Judge is, though, Spot? I know, but this has to be. He's like almost bottle. seven foot. No, this has to so be a the, bottle. There's a great debate going online. It went completely viral. You're not just hearing it here on the Cavino and Rich Show. Everyone is debating whether or not, and you have to imagine, just use some logic. It's a professional baseball team, grown ass men, seven feet tall. I don't think they're buying little mini bottles. It just doesn't make sense. To Sometimes, me. like hotels, you buy you buy mini I know, I know, but this is not a mini bottle. Um, I don't think so. It has to be a regular size yeah. bottle, but it puts things in perspective. Spot, pull up the picture. The great debate of 2022. This is insane. Look, I mean, that is ridiculous. No, the shape of the bottle. It looks like one of those mini bottles. The little uh, mini bottles are stout. No, I think because hold up, hold up that bottle again. Wait, hold up that bottle. My again. little, my little. See that. The full bottles are that they're one tube. They're tubular. tubular. You're tubular. They're tubular. Uh, they're full cylinders. Hang, hang ten. They're full. They don't have dip in at all. Even the bigger bottles, you would know the difference. The normal size regular bottles are not like this. Dude, this it's like Andre the Giant with a beer can. Beer can. Beer can. This is a look mini, at Aaron this Judge. Is a mini bottle. But he is almost seven foot, two hundred fifty pounds of like man meat. He's a fucking big guy. He That's makes, Aaron Judge. If you're not watching, and it's not photoshopped, I saw it. If you're not watching tier two, you should be. But I appreciate you listening. It's Aaron Judge holding what I think is a regular sized Poland spring water bottle, and he makes it look like has a little he com- has he commented on miniature this baby bottle because he's so gigantic. Oh, is that the that's the Andre the Giant beer can picture, isn't it? Yeah. So that's a regular sized beer can in the palm of Andre the Giant, which yeah, that was a famous hey, boss. It's not photoshopped. It was during a game, guys. No, yeah, yeah. Like Kavino saw, Kavino saw it. I saw it and thought, my God. So this is a different photo. And it still looks so tiny in his so hand. So that oh just goes God. to show you. It's hilarious how monstrous. Jason Brown brings up a good point. Yeah, he said, right. you ever watch an NBA game? The size of these guys' hands on a Gatorade bottle always makes the Gatorade look small, too. It's, it's ridiculous. It really is. Yeah, it looks like it looks regular. It's normal. They're so big, it makes a regular size bottle look like a little mini baby. It looks like if we were holding one of those, like the little mini ones, little mini ones. Let's see if there's a which picture. makes sense, but it really is like a weird optical illusion. And and I think I think it's it the caught angle. The world by storm. I think it's the angle combined with the fact that he's a monster. Probably, yeah. Somehow this one caught fire. It's not the first time, Jason. You're right, but this one went viral, and people are debating it. Like, damn, is he that big? That's crazy. I mean, I've shake, I've shook hands with Shaq and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know what's fun? In fact, look up the picture of me, Kavino, and Shaq. I want people to see how big his hand is on my shoulder. And I'm a six foot plus guy that weighs. I'm I'm six foot plus not a one ninety something. You know, it's a good comparison. And look and look at him Shaq next Kilenio. to me because I'm a big guy. Let's show that one. And and Shaquille O'Neal's hand on my shoulder is just a really great example. If you look at Shaquille O'Neal's hand on my shoulder, I'm not a little dude. I'm I'm like a pretty decent sized guy, and it is unbelievable how uh, big Shaquille O'Neal's hand is. Bobby's saying that's a mini bottle. I don't think it is. Look at look at me and Shaq. <laughs> but spot, there's a pick. Look at his hand on my shoulder. Honestly, you, can you zoom in on that part? Look at his hand. Look at Shaq's hand on my shoulder. Oh my God. Hold on. 
Put Shaq's hand on my shoulder. For reference, this is a normal hand on your shoulder. Yo. I can't even. That's. Like, I can't even. Why are we, why are we like, pretending that it's not possible for he a like seven-foot guy. He grabs your whole shoulder blade. Bro, he could strangle me with one hand around my whole neck. I look like a little person, and I'm like six foot and a half. So, what are your thoughts on that picture, though? I think it's real. Think it's so I think it's just. Perce- I think it's also an angle that makes it look even crazier. <laughs> but that's but what's funny. My about goodness! It, yeah. Look at me with. Look at me with. Shaq. Yeah, look. Spot's a big guy. Spot. Is there any debate or no? <sighs> I think I, it's I'm real. I'm trying to find. Re- I mean, I think it's a regular. I'm trying to find the gamut of Poland spring bottles. I think it might be. What if it's like a large bottle? <laughs> but it puts it in perspective. Hey, Spot, please uh, tell Paul O'Neill, who's on hold, that we're going to have to cancel the interview. He doesn't want to talk about uh, Aaron Judge's big hands. Oh, yeah. man. Sorry. Oh, you know what? Yeah, because the small, you know, the, oh, wait. Oh, wait, hang on. Yeah, the small bottles are just round no. little stout bottles. Hold on. Hold on. There's this bottle, and I think this is what it is. No way. Yeah, hang on. This yeah. is the 12. So This is a 12-ounce bottle. I don't know, bro. I don't know, this bro. Right here, look. I think this is what it is. No. Oh, you know. Well, that's good for the debate spot because I didn't know they had those. I just thought they had the regular size and the yeah. So there's those that. little. You see it? How short it, it's, ones. It's very shaped. So now let me go to over to Aaron Judge. Yeah, but I don't know, dude. I think it's that bottle. <sighs> I think it's that bottle. I don't know, man. I think it's the twelve ounce. Can Who we get buys a, those? Can we get a zoom in on? So anyway, that's the debate. Let me see if I can get a on. zoom in on the bottle itself. Open image in the tab. I'm trying to find pictures of me and Ryan Hollins too, because so many perspective shots just make. Yeah. Can we get the? We could see the amount of ounces on it. I could figure it out. No, I don't think you can because people have been talking about it for the past two days. It looks very tiny. All I right. think it's a tiny bottle. Well, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Giannis has some of the biggest hands in NBA history. But Spot, I sent you a picture. Hold on. Can I do one more? Yeah, please do. What's the picture of with Giannis? It's not Giannis. It's This is a good comparison as well. Here's me. Uh, you, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you're up to you're The top of your head is on his nipple. <laughs> Spot, pull up the picture I sent you to. Let me see, Spot. Let me see. Look at his hand. Look at my cardboard cutout. It's like not even up to his shoulder. And that's your cardboard and, cutout. And pull I up the picture I just sent you because, again, it's perspective. So Somewhere that's to think, still in storage. To think that the Aaron Judge thing is not real is also... Incorrect. It could, it could very possibly be real. I'm not yeah. sure. Either way, the guy's just big. I mean, we don't need to debate anymore. Yeah. Other than, uh, I mean, look at this. You can't even I mean, fit I, me and Hollis yeah. in the I was frame. trying to. Look at that. And he's slouching. And, and he's, he's slouching. slouching. He's like, he's, he's like slouching so his heads don't hit the his head doesn't hit the lights on the ceiling. So that's what you would look like next to a seven foot monster. And you know, it's all perspective. Spot. I sent you a picture. Look at, look at an NBA player's hands on a ball. Why am I forgetting this guy's name? You're gonna, you might recognize him. George Murison. No, I'm, for, I'm like drawing a blank. I just sent Spot a picture, and this is just an example. It was Kevin Durant's banana feet. 
Kevin Durant's feet, honestly. They look like look canoes. Oh, that's... Oh, man. Now I got your head. Now you got my head. He's in a new commercial, too. He is. Dang it. What the hell is that dude's name? Someone but will know. That's an, NBA, that's an NBA basketball. His hands are like what yours would look like on like a little mini kid basketball. By the way, when you, for some reason, I read your thought and I was already trying to think of his name and I thought of George Murison because he reminds me of him a little bit. I know. What well, the I, fuck's his name? Why am I drawing a blank? How did I know you were going to pull up a picture of this guy? Hold on. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Thank you, EJ Reed. Thank you, EJ. And but yeah, they make the, make the basketball look like a little baby ball. All right, so no surprise, but it is a fun debate. I got two quickies before we get out of here. First of all, Bartolo Colon coming back, possibly wants the Mets to give him a shot at 48 years old. Do you like the story for the fun of it? I do, and what's interesting about it is... If he can throw strikes this, and still do... We have this image of, of Bartolo Colon, right? But really, he's still very limber, and he's way more muscular and in shape than we realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just him and his body shape in the uniform and the way he wore it, like pajamas and everything. He always looked fat and sloppy and he's got a fat head. But when you see him mechanically and everything with his mechanics and you see him, he's wearing a cutoff shirt. Like he's just a big, beefy, bulky guy, but he still looks like he throws some cheese. Did you see any of the highlights of the Mets Giants game? Congrats to the Giants. What a game. You told me about it. You didn't didn't see any? No. Mets were losing, I think, at 1.81. Came back and tied the game, then went ahead. I was watching Better Call Saul. And then Jacques Peterson, Jacques, hit three home runs for the Giants last night. So that was possibly one of the best games of the year so far. Giants won 13 12 in the bottom of the ninth. A, a, a crazy game for the Mets and Giants. Um, a theory on someone who celebrates a birthday today, I want to get to today because coincidentally, it's their birthday. By the and way, that we person. Have a, lot of, a lot of shout outs we have to give today. I'll give birthdays. some shout outs, Spot. Oh, you want me to? Give some shouts. Uh, let's see. James from Laredo. He's turning 36 today. What Yo. up, James? Shout out to James from Laredo. Happy birthday, James from Laredo. And then someone else messaged me that their kid is turning 20 today, and I just have to find the message now. Happy birthday. My friend Christina's birthday is today. Happy I birthday, Christina. Um, Happy birthday, Octavia oh. Spencer and Hayes. Jeffrey Walker. Jeffrey uh, Walker. Could I get a happy 20th birthday shout out for my son, Brandon. Brandon Walker. He's been listening pretty much since he was three years old. Damn. That's Thanks, awesome. guys. Damn. Someone else wanted to shout I'll out. shout out Aaron Domzalski. Oh. What's up, Aaron Domzalski? Mark Rosas. Mark, what's up? Leroy Martin. Blair McNeil. Is that bad, bad Leroy Martin? Bad, bad Leroy Martin. And Is it Jim Ramsey's birthday? No, it's Dave Ramsey's birthday. I'm sure he'll call in. <laughs> well... Uh, and one more shout out to our buddy Magic Will. Oh, love that guy. Love Magic Will. Congrats, Just, buddy. Uh, celebrated his retirement. Yo, he, fi- he finally pulled the rabbit out of a hat. He finally pulled the rabbit out of a hat. Oh. No, he pulled it out of his ass. Uh, <laughs> he <laughs> just celebrated his retirement uh, from the Army. So he's, uh, Magic yeah. Will, look at Magic that. Will. I want to celebrate. And his beautiful wifey. That's awesome. Yeah. Is Magic Will's name Willard? Like Will Smith that you found out it was Willard Smith on a Letterman show? No, it's Wilder. 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 So, shout Congrats, out. buddy. Always been, they're, they're always so great to us. So. Yeah, that's awesome, man. No, Magic Will, good dude. Um, also celebrating a birthday today. 
I had a theory and my theory was I had I actually it wasn't a theory, I had a good analogy. Are you, you know, getting your theory on? Like Tyrion? I am. Cause he's got a Dinklage head. Do you remember that the reference doesn't work anymore? It's it old. does, man. No, he's got Game of Thrones coming back, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah. Dragons. <laughs> never die. Dragon these dragons never say die. Rich's head didn't stop looking like Dinklage head. It's true. You know, you're right. So every year, whether it's the Cy Young Award or the MVP or I saw Shaq do something recently about how some moron fucked up their vote back in the day and he was one vote away from being the only unanimous MVP in NBA history. And really? Some idiot accidentally voted for Iverson twice. So it was like a messed up ballot. So Shaq would have been? Shaq would have been the first unanimous MVP. <laughs> and he's like, I, I hate that. that guy to this day. Wow. He's like, he would have been the only unanimous. Like how Mariano's the only, the only unanimous Hall of Famer. My guy. So, you know how every year when they show like the breakdown of American League Cy Young Award winning votes, there's some guy that's always in the top five, but he got no first place votes. Mm-hmm. Like no one's like, this guy should be Cy Young. However, everyone agrees he's in the conversation, but he's just not the best. That's sort of the, the vibe, right? Like, oh, look, uh, there he is. I don't know. Garrett Cole, you know, Kershaw. Every year, even if they don't win, they'll be in the running. If I were to say name your top comics in movies over the last... 30 years since 1990 till now. It's a good range. There's going to be a lot of people that say, you know who my favorite is? Jim Carrey. There's going to be a lot of people that say, no, no, I'm a Sandler guy. There's going to be people that say, guys, you could answer. You know, I'm like, I like the Seth Rogen stoner comedy. Then there's going to be people like my wife who say, babe, I can't believe you wouldn't put Will Smith, uh, Will Ferrell. Number one, Will Ferrell is her favorite. I don't like him as a comedian. Do you spot? Well, Ferrell, I don't has, see a lot of old. I'm not saying he never hit the stage and no, no, did some I'm comedy. Com- movie, movie. Oh, said, you, oh, you made Jim a Carrey, like, Adam Sandler. I thought me, you meant like comedian turned actor. Well, he was. He was on SNL. Yeah, but I never saw him do stand up, really. So I'm not saying he didn't. So when you think like. He's not known for it. Who's your favorite funny man of, okay. the, of the, so the last 30 years? Actor. People are probably going to say Will Ferrell. Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the person that's left off every list, but he's going to be on your top five, but he's never, he, I don't know anyone who's like, he's my number one. Today, we wish a happy 59th birthday to Mike Myers. Yeah, right. And you love to shout him out, but I feel like he is always left out of the, he's never number one, but he's always top five. We top on 10. this show have without a doubt more than once. I've talked about how he's underrated. underrated. Simple. He's just way underrated. You showed him and his clo- his clone brother the other day. That's like his stunt double. We play Wayne's World references. He's part of three franchises. I can only think of Sylvester Sloan. I had three successful franchises. He has Austin Powers, Wayne's World, and Shrek. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's and all other movies there in between. Are a lot of there's a few great clips floating around because I saw one. GQ does it. Vanity Fair also does it. But where they go through their career and talk about yeah. their different, their iconic roles. So he's done this a couple times. 
So if you want to look online and just search like Mike Myers GQ, yeah, you know, you know, Rocky Rambo. Like I always enjoy that. Like the stories behind the characters, because they're all his characters. It's not like he was just an actor playing a part. He created, there's even something from Netflix where it's like how he comes up with a character. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm just saying Will Ferrell, even Steve Carell. <laughs> you mean yeah. uh, Volcanic okay, Protector Man? man. <laughs> that shit was funny. Man, it's been so, long, can we? I know. So Will Ferrell, a long time. Steve Carell, Adam Sandler. I mean, <laughs> even when you go back to our childhood. <laughs> Chevy Chase, Eddie Murphy, Steve Martin. I don't know why. Maybe, it, maybe it's just the circles I roll in or the things I see. I don't think anyone gives Mike Myers the respect he deserves. I agree with you, especially when, like I said, you break it down to have three successful franchises. Yeah, but then a bunch of other movies and skits and stuff. I just feel like... You know who's really making a name for themselves, well, hold though, on. as so far I'm as saying, comedic? I'm, I'm saying, yeah. well, while he's alive, let's give him props. Mike Myers, not, you're, you're in our not, top five. It's not the first time, man. Or the last. Yaya yeah, yeah, Ding Dong, bro. Yaya yeah, yeah, Ding Dong. Yaya yeah, yeah, Spots Dong. Yaya hmm. yeah, yeah, Spots Dong. Yaya yeah, yeah, Spots Dong. That song does slap. I think when we look back, too, we're going to start incorporating... Yeah, uh, John C. Riley in a lot of these. Uh, I mean, he's good. He, no, when you think about it, like when you you didn't watch Dewey Cox because you didn't care about him then. Dewey now Cox. that you care about him, you realize, oh man, he had he's a part of Step Brothers, Talladega Nights. Right, you he know, always played second fiddle. He's second fiddle, but he's in all these fun, funny movies. But he's very much a lead guy. Yeah. So. John C. Riley, you look back and you'll watch. You ever see? Is it called the promotion with? Sean uh, William Scott. Yeah, but even other that ones shit is, too. Is like, that uh, what it's called? Shit is John funny. C. Riley was in Never Been Kissed with Drew Barrymore. Like he's been in a lot of like stuff where you're right. He's not the main dog. He's not the the lead, but you know he brings. He's in Laurel and Hardy, that weird movie he was promoting when he was on our show. I'm not saying he's top five. I'm saying as his career progresses and he starts winning awards, we'll look back and say, yeah, he was a big part of a lot of these funny movies we remember. Walk hard, Dewey Cox is, is underrated. Thanks, Mark. But we're honoring Mike Myers, even though he looks a little weird nowadays. But who doesn't? I One other story I wanted to get to. Oh, By sure. the way, I'm being asked to. Do I want to? Do I want to go? Ooh, Sorry. You, you could help me answer this. Do I want to go be on Jeff Lewis Live? Yes. As a guest. Absolutely. Why? I fucking I asked him if we could be on. And he never responded. Oh. But yeah, do it. Fuck him. I don't want to be on a show. You do it. Alrighty. I asked I reached out to him personally. And I never got a response. Is that in response to maybe my reaching I like, out? I feel like you're not as tight. I feel like he's more into rich. Yeah. I, I asked as a show we'd love to be on. But What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Go. Do you promise to solely talk about Yeah, I want oh, to he told me he told me do we do we do it uh I don't. I can't do it this Friday, this yeah, Friday or July first. Promote Friday. our podcast. What are you doing this? Friday? I feel like he's going to go on not promote our podcast. I was. You free this. I Friday? reached out to the show and him personally on behalf of the show. Do it Friday. Ask Kavino and Rich to 
be a guest to promote and talk about our podcast but, but to catch but, up. But Spot, here's the thing. I want our I want our free podcast, the thing we're working on behind the scenes, to be available by the time I go on his show. That way, like I can't I'm I'm I, you know, probably something easier yeah, to promote. Wanna, but I get it, but we still want to like drive people here. Yeah, but if I'm going on his serious XM show, right? I, should, I, I feel like I want to. I, I want us to be able to have something in the free space to promote also. We did have something in the free space. Fine. Go if you want. Raul says Fine. that's my response. Fine. Fine. Go if you want to. Think about, think about it hard, Rich. <laughs> Fine. Cool. So, whatever. whatever. But what, okay, sure, dude. Hey, I mean, listen. That's a, that's if, you okay. want, if you want. Wow. That makes sense, Rich. You want to promote something that's available now, not something that's coming up. Yeah. Right? If we Fine. start. Go ahead. Whatever. Jeez, I... That's okay. Jeez, all right. And then I'll uh Wow. Then I'll be able to tell Yeah, when they Jeff say, Oh, to come you're on still working show. with Cavino, you could be like, Yeah, he's the one that actually reached out to you guys and he said go fuck yourselves for not inviting him. Because I'm the one that guy I'm the guy that actually reached out. And they're probably assuming it was Rich, because that's what people would assume. It was me. I'll tell him he said hi. Tell him he said go fuck, fuck yourself? Yeah, tell him. Yeah, straight up. That's how he responds to things. That's how he is. He okay. might appreciate I'll it. I'll tell him. That tell him I said go fuck yourself. said go fuck yourself. For sure. Because I'm actually the one that reached out. All right. July should, 1st is a long time away. But you know I, what you I should do? Friday, I, I, you know what you should do? You should have a little card written out uh, from Cavino and you should hand it to him on the air. And then he's oh, open it. And he opens it. It's a great idea. Says, Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I will. I will definitely do that. Like a nice absolutely. Note. He would love that. He loves. Uh, I know like he that. had a little fucking flirty thing with Rich, and I just gave him the hattie dues. Just say, "Go but fuck yourself." P.S. I reached out to him personally, but from from the Cavino and Rich account, and yes. he's probably assuming that it was Rich. But I even said, "Hey, we'd love to come on your show and catch up." What's up, Doug? So. All right, I said, I said, yes, perfect. If any Friday before that works, I'm available. This Friday is just tough. Perfect. Okay. Because if we start doing our new, our new thing in June, that works. All right, cool. All right, one more quick thing before we uh, say goodbye. There, my friends, is a Mandela effect that's sweeping the internet now. I can't wait to hear this one. Because Rich was hyping this up before the show started. So I don't know what it is. I don't think. I know what you're talking about because I've seen it. But I think if you die, dig a little bit deeper, it's incorrect. I have a question. Why are some people saying I'm misinterpreting the invite? Or are you misinterpreting the invite? I don't know. But I did reach out as a show to be on his show. Oh, I'm going to go to I'm Keys for a barbecue. Sorry, you're not invited to give you <laughs> Tell them you're a package deal. We're a package deal. No, I'd rather. I'd, honestly, it's honestly better for me use, if Rich went. I I don't want to go see. I guy. Can you leave a Can you leave a note for me to bring to him though? Yeah, I'll that would be that. really funny. Camino brought up. Uh, give you a letter. I don't Absolutely. Think why don't you Why don't you get like honestly like go to like order online for like ten get bucks a, like a, like no honestly get on order online for like ten bucks like. No, gummy penises or something uh, like something like oh a bag of dicks like, like a bag of dicks or something be like yo Camino got you something or one of those big chocolate penises i would never get him a bag of dicks why because i don't know it's awkward he's a gay man here's a bag of dicks 
but he loves. But but he's like tells. He's yeah, like a dirty joke. Could be fucking taken the wrong he's a big, way. He's a big fan of dicks. Yeah, he's a big he, the guy. Like he looks good. Penises. Like, okay. like I'll send him a card. It'll, yeah, I'll like, give you a card. It'll say, go fuck yourself. So go fuck yourself is fine, but yeah. a bag of dicks, you've drawn the line there. Yeah, because what if he's like, oh, what are you trying to say I'm a, a bobo? <laughs> no, I'm not a bobo. I'm a homo. <laughs> All right, are you homo? Sorry. I'm not a uh, bobo. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, do you want to do this tomorrow? No, I want to see this Mandela effect. Okay. I just play it. You don't need to set it up. Yeah. All right. First, you need to know that I am willing to die on this hill. So if you're going to come in the comments and disagree with me, you better fucking bring it. If you were a kid in the 80s and 90s, your parents got these envelopes in the mail from the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes. And you could fill it out and send it in Mm -hmm. for a chance to win like a million dollars. And if you won that million dollars, a guy named Ed McMahon would show up on your porch (laughs) with a big ass check, some balloons and a camera crew and knock on your door and film your reaction. We all remember this, right? Yeah. Wrong. It's your ice cream. It never happened. Ed McMahon never worked for, made commercials for, or was affiliated with the PCH in any way possible. That's not true. And the internet is backing this up. You can't find footage of Ed McMahon delivering checks on the internet. It's been wiped from existence. They're saying that we're all wrong. It's something called the Mandela effect. Where this large group of people remember something incorrectly and nobody can explain why. His face was on the envelopes. There's even TV shows that reference this happening. So what is the entire internet like lying to us? Did they get together with PCH and be like, hey, let's fuck with the whole world and tell them that Epic Man never did this? Or did he really never do it? And there was a glitch in the matrix and we were living in a parallel universe. That would like, be cool. I could not sleep last night. My brain hurts. Way, and I need somebody smarter than me to figure this out. All right, way, first her, her hat offends me. Her eating in this video. And her me. eating offends me. Right, you, guys, you guys are just uh, um, rude. Her hat, I'm not her saying hat she's nice. eating, but if you're making a video, can you yeah, pause can the you eating pause for a second? Eating and her hat says, what the slut? Um, what the slut? He worked for, not to burst your bubble, American Family Publishers. Yeah. So it's in I your did the brain. research on this. I know what you're going to say, and it still doesn't make sense. Okay. Amer- it's like the comp- a competition but that you've never heard of. So Publishers Clearinghouse had nothing ever to do with Ed McMahon. No. And he always... never brought a check to anyone? So what was Publishers Clearinghouse? It was just they did the sweepstakes. Oh, it was the same thing, same premise. Uh, my Ed McMahon did a different version of it. Yeah. yeah, but never delivered checks. There's no video pictures or anything of Ed McMahon delivering checks. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. But I, I know he was involved in that. It's just. But never gave it. It was called. What's it called again, Spot? Uh, Everyone thinks. American Family Publishers. American, American Family Publishers. If you no. asked me, I think I would have said Amer- Publishers Clearinghouse as well. Well, because no one's ever heard of. Like you remember Amer- their commercials. It, it's. It's something that has There's been... There's something in- there because we're remembering it incorrectly. Yeah, every single person yeah. is. Publish- if, if you were on... So right. yeah, and I you, think Ask yourself right, this Spot. question, Spot, before you saw this clip, when you were on Who Wants Where to Be a Millionaire... you win one... Oh, sorry. Spot, be, when you were on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire... Yes, I was. Fertilizer. If, there was, a, if there was a question, 
you won't even use a lifeline. If you're like $200 question or your $500 initial question, your $1,000 entry question was, which one of these celebrities was with Publishers What was Ed McMahon with? And the answer was Publishers Clearinghouse. You would have, you would have no lifeline. Hey, final answer. I th yes, I think I do agree. So that I think that's a lot the of Mandela us, effect. A lot of us like mislabeled it in our brain. But no, not all, all of us. But where can you win $1 million? American family. $2 million? American family. $10 million. Only I from American this. family. Three See, grand prizes, folks. You may already American, be the winner of no $1 No one's ever heard of American family. It wasn't even sweepstakes. No, honestly, American I family? I remember this now. I remember these fucking oh, you're commercials. You're the greatest guy. See, yeah, hey, that's, so why, awesome. I mean, that's, that's why his, his wife must love that attitude that he spoke about earlier in the show where Kristen says you're condescending. I wouldn't have remembered that. You're the, no you're the one guy. And you, you're the one guy that knows America's family. And do you just see how you became incredibly condescending and in because you are acting like a know-it-all? Because I actually remember that commercial. I'm not allowed to remember it. I apologize. America's family. Sorry, I actually. All right, so no, hey, you know what? What we're just saying is that you come across like a know-it-all. But I all remember the time. that commercial. I'm, it triggered a memory. Oh, is that un, it's not not allowed? He gave you the syllables though. No, I, I yeah, no, 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 you did. You're oh. like, good for no, you. you didn't. Am That's I just supposed to sit good. here and play dumb for the sake of you two idiots? You're right. Wow, he you're dragged right. me into you're it. Right. Everyone, everyone knew it but us. You know you're the one guy spot. Honestly, you should go, take pride in that. Go be ignored by Jeff Lewis. You should, you should, uh, I'm being serious. You should take pride in the fact that you're the one guy because everyone else seems to have been tricked by this because when you say Publishers Clearinghouse, I told you, even Rose did from miss, the Golden Girls thought it was Ed McMahon. The first year has selective hearing. Maybe you're the woman in the relationship. Selective hearing. I said, I thought it was Publishers Clearinghouse. It wasn't. But once even, I watched this commercial, I realized it was American Family Publishers. It wasn't even called Sweepstakes or anything. So like it was just America's Family. America's Family Publishers. No, 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 not even Publishers. America's, America's family. family. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. No publishers, no sweepstakes. Just but you know we what? We got it. We had a lot of those sent to us because I could totally remember seeing it too. But up until ten minutes ago, if I were to be a Cavino, would you bet the money in your bank account that Ed McMahon was the guy related to Publishers Clearinghouse? There's four things I know Ed McMahon from: Star Search, Star, Star Search, Tonight Show. Three Tonight and three show. quarter stars. Tonight we have a tie. Yeah. Tonight show. Phil Hartman pretending to be him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have said Publishers correct. Clearinghouse. Mm. Yeah. I would have said that. So although I was hating this, she got me. Even Rose. But not that it didn't exist. Spot. We just. So I don't know if that really is a Mandela effect. That's the definition. Yeah, of I guess it is because we remember it incorrectly. If everyone but remembers she was pretending, something. pretending actually. Here's where she lost herself and her point. She was acting like it didn't exist. It existed. We just all remember it wrong. But if the commercial you saw, which was, is Mandela, if, right? if the commercial with Ed McMahon was America's family, they never say publishing or sweepstakes. And then there was something else where it was publishers clearinghouse sweepstakes and people got checks and balloons. And the fact that Ed McMahon never delivered checks and balloons. Then how do we, how, like we picture. I feel like Ed McMahon was in commercials delivering Ed checks McMahon and balloons. Ed McMahon with checks and balloons. Spot, that, you can't find that. Is if, that on YouTube or no? Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon delivering. Well, like, guess what? Hey, you won. Sinbad I, was I, never a genie. I could totally picture that. Sinbad was never a genie. Remember how Ed the Mc, brain works. The brain fills in blanks. Ed McMahon. They do that a lot on a crime show. That you, that's the, the place you see that the most are like crime shows. It's true. Where they, they'll do like a, a setup like, all right, that was a fake bank robbery. 
What were they wearing? Like people start remembering incorrectly because the brain fills it the in. The brain yeah. fills it in. And my, you, brain, my brain is totally can, showing me Ed can, McMahon at the door right now. Yeah. If you think Ed McMahon's at the door with balloons and a big check, you also probably think Sinbad was a genie, which he was not. He was, though. <laughs> What's up, Spot? I was reading I Key's comment. If she spent time doing research instead of eating, this could have been avoided. Yeah, she actually lost her own point by saying it didn't exist, parallel universe. It did exist. Put down the spoon. But we remembered Pick it wrong, which it still would have been a powerful video and, and would have been like, oh, wow, yeah, we did. But it existed. But we all remember it wrong. That's pretty remarkable. Man. That's gold. It is a, it's a good one, Rich. Gold. There's all these pictures of like he never did this, and it's Ed McMahon superimposed with people with checks because Ed McMahon's never there. This is wild. Like if you Google Ed McMahon Eddie. big check, right? It's all photoshops because people are like, yeah, because guess what? Look at these people holding a big check. Ed McMahon wasn't there. It's a Photoshop. You are correct, sir. <laughs> yes. Ed, were you there? <laughs> yes. Well, hey, Jason brings up a good point. Was there an Ed McMahon looking dude? No, I don't think that's so. funny too. I don't know. I mean, pretty come on. The winner of $1 million. I mean, yeah. Wait, what did so. he do? Didn't he do something with Dick Clark? Oh, yeah. Clearing. What did Ed McMahon do with Dick Clark? Uh, let's see. Ed McMahon. Something with pets, maybe? Oh, no. The, um, wasn't that the bloopers? Yeah, there was some type of blooper I feel show. like Ed McMahon did some with Dick oh, Clark. Oh, no. Here we go. Ed McMahon sweepstakes. Wait, what is this? See, maybe oh, American that's... Family Publishers. It was the same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Dick Clark was involved in that? Yeah. No. I'd like you to meet David Brumbelow. Hi, David. He's American Family's first $10 million winner. What did you think when you saw Ed's picture in your mail? I knew I better enter fast. Bam! You didn't even know if you had the winning entry. No, but I Put sure wanted spoon, the $10 fatty, million. Watch your video. That's the spirit, David. Why let all that money go to someone else? Yeah, why not enter? It's the best thing I ever did. Right. Return your sweepstakes entry from Dick and me. But no balloons, no American big check is the point. Yeah, but he's there he at the house. Dick. No, bro. The See, whole I joke, remember him the with Dick joke, Clark. The whole joke was Ed McMahon's going to show up with a big check at your house, and he's never But my did memory that. didn't fail me. I remembered him with Dick Clark. He's there, bro, to li- saying you won. Mm, now you're doing that thing where you're filling it in now. No, it's not. I just remembered it. Man, you end spot? Damn. Take the Tyson got, and Lanny it Poffo. It triggered. So there you have it. Maybe. Are you on Team Ice Cream? Very soon. Chevy Chase. (laughs) What's this? America's funny. Well, (sighs) looks like a wrap for the day. It was a good one. Before you go. Why is it they're so particular about the, the name? The, oh, the name, the are you name, kidding the name. Me? Yeah. I get more notes about that, more faxes. The name, the name. You're right. Well, it makes a lot of sense. American family, right? American. I got we don't that. give this money away in Russia. No. We give the money away right here. When I send America. the money to Tanganyika, we give all a, we've given away like 60, 70 million dollars right it. in this country. I America. It. American. Yeah. I got it. What's yeah. with family? Well, think about it for a minute. 35 years ago, Philadelphia, who was your next door neighbor? 
You. Family. Right. Who helped my biggest observation is? It's probably ties back family. to our conversation family. earlier. Family. They were right. neighbors? Everybody around his family. Jeff. No, no my, no, my biggest observation is. And you know what I think? I think well, how is, how, why no, was Ed no. McMahon famous I in the first place? I think it used place? to no. be American Family Publishers. So publisher, publishing, maybe that's why you confuse the two. Yeah. But notice how as, it, as time went on, they dropped the publishers. So it was just American Family. So they didn't associate the two. So, uh, but originally it was American Family Publishers, Publishers Clearinghouse, et voila. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, Spoon Lady with her ice cream in the car thought it was the same thing. I mean, she she's people still agree with her that everyone know. thought that. Yeah, they're just being. They're just. Right, then po- you're the one guy, man. Congratulations, no, Kavino and I are the, the no, two Kavino, guys. No, Kavino. no, I remember it. I just remembered it incorrectly. Yeah, you remembered it incorrectly, which is the definition of Mandela effect. Um, it makes me watching that clip though makes me realize that you don't realize because you haven't seen Dick Clark in years. You don't realize how much he influences Ryan Seacrest. Every mannerism and how they influence you. No, it's not really. Like like when he hosts like the hands and the every, like the, it's not really Mandela effect. And I'm going to tell you why it would be Mandela effect. If everyone imagined uh, Ed McMahon showing up to a door and and having prizes and that never existed. That is he true. He did it with another company. So people are just remembering the wrong without, thing. Without, balloon, like saying, without balloons and checks. Like the whole point of the Mandela effect is people think Nelson Mandela died in prison and really he uh, was alive. That's, so that's, it's completely different. Their people are just remembering the wrong thing. That's like you thinking it was suck it in, suck it in, suck it in if it's uh, Robolin. Ribolin. 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 <laughs> that's just thinking the wrong thing Ribolin. because you didn't do your research. So, you have to end that with. Oh, I'm sorry. I bam. Bam. I didn't mean to be a note. You know what? Bam. You got it wrong. Do you want this, Rich? The damn it doll? Throw the damn it doll. No, sure? Rich has his own. I don't do that. I, threw my, I think I threw mine out. Rich is scared of it. No, he's scared of it. He's scared of it. He thinks it's like some sort of voodoo I know. thing. I'm not fucking playing with your voodoo dolls. Sure? Because Spot sort of owned you on that. You want that? You sure you don't want it? Spot didn't own me. Yeah, I just. I, I just don't want to engage. It's time to go. I guess we're getting, it's it's already late. It's already late. Oh man! I don't even know what that means. It's the sound of the, uh, your ego being deflated. <laughs> he, he thinks the publisher's clearinghouse isn't Mandela effect. It's, it's just I, I'm trying to figure out if it is. Like I said, I, I was trying to figure out is it or is it's it a not? Definition because, is of it, it. You're misunderstood. No, you the, you remembered incorrectly. Is that Mandela? Uh, but you remember Mandela effect Mandela was that you think you remember you something think, not existing. You think. You think Ed McMahon showed up with a check and balloons from and with public publishers clearing house sweepstakes. It was never publishers clearing house sweepstakes, and he never showed up right. with balloons and Spot big checks. Is right, and I'll tell you why. You're gonna hate me. That's fine. It's, it's it doesn't mean I don't like the video. I like the video a lot. It's great. Yeah, you know, I'm not yeah, criticizing yeah. Come, come, the video. Let's wrap it up. The Mandela. He said it. He said it. But I'm repeating. Gotcha. Mandela effect was based on the thought that we all had that Nelson Mandela died in prison. Yeah. Yeah. He did not die in prison. It never happened. So for this to be Mandela effect, it had to never have happened. Right. We're just misunderstanding. He never showed up with big checks and balloons for Publishers Clearinghouse. That never happened. No, we just misunderstood. We're just remembering incorrectly. Yeah. It's not that it never happened. If we all, rem- if we all thought that Coca-Cola did some so, major, major campaign, so and it turns matter, out it was this never... Matter, co- this is a matter of just... We, we all, it's still remarkable, but we all just remember it incorrectly because Publishers Clearinghouse was more it's like, popular. It's like people thinking that like, uh, Michael, since you said Coke, sorry, this is what triggered my mind. 
Uh, Michael the, Jackson burning Michael his Jackson head. Michael Jackson burning his head for a Coke commercial. And we all thought that. It was a Coke commercial. You know, Coke was big at the but time. That would be like Coke if commercial. Michael Jackson never burned his head and it was Pepsi. It was Pepsi. So it's not Mandela Effect. It's, Mandela Effect is if that story never happened and somehow we made that up. Right. It actually, he did work yeah, for a sweepstakes he, company where he gave out million dollar prizes. But where's it's the just big so, checks and balloons? Which we all imagine. But he's at the house, right? But where's the big checks? I mean, and why do you keep holding on to the big checks? Because that's the part? whole point of the thing. Like we you all know, remember. She said the face on the envelope. You know, we all remember. And like, yeah, we all remember it. Yeah. She said a lot. It's it's like half Mandela effect. I'll give you. That. It's kind. There's something there. There's something Mandela-ish. But Mandela effect, in its definition, is about remembering something that never happened. That shit did. Kind of happen. We just remember it in a different way. And it's very possible that that video made you think that. Because you're like, yeah, it was Publishers Clearinghouse. No, and it also makes you imagine balloons too, right? Like, yeah, balloons. I could see oh, it. Balloons. <laughs> yeah. It's just funny though. Oh, balloons. It's totally funny. Yeah, I think she put it's the, the, it's the Mandela she, effect rage of twenty twenty two. She put that she put those thoughts in your head. She planted those balloons. Yeah, if man. you came to me a week before that video was released and said it was like I asked you, like, what did Ed McMahon do? I don't think you would have said Publishers Clearinghouse. I think you not. wouldn't have said that? Probably not. I would have oh. said Publishers Clearinghouse. Because it's the most pop, more popular one for sure. Yeah. American Family Publishing. But then you would have done a Google search and been like, "Oh, it's just American Family Publishers." We got it wrong. <laughs> and, and then you would have moved on. You would have been like, "Oh, it's just some crazy conspiracy." No, I'm pretty sure I would. I'm sure. Pretty sure I would have been America's publishing. What is but this? is this is this really viral right now? Yeah. Yeah, everyone's talking about yeah. it. Well, there you have it. Two great debates. Yeah, I'm going. Did on. that happen? <laughs> is it Mandela effect? And is Aaron Judge holding a big bottle or a little one? a little bottle man how small his dinky must look when he's taking a piss either that or no. either that or I looks normal his, but it's really not I assume normal. His dinky, I, it, you know what his dinky would look like if you were his holding it looks like a, a piss, lidge. it would be like what's oh that my picture? god yeah. what's that like ancient egyptian picture where they all have it on their shoulders yeah yeah they're all holding this they're penis. holding the penis the long penis the snake penis <laughs> that's what it would look like all right wrap it up Good, Rich. Man. Oh, by the way, you know, today, we mentioned them earlier. Today's the two-year anniversary of George Floyd's death. That was two years ago. Get yeah. out. Two years ago today. Wow. What a two years it's been. All right. Well, hey, uh, have a great Wednesday. And until uh, tomorrow, arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. <laughs>